You're listening to A Cool Truth Podcast Production. All right. <laughs> what's up? What's up? What's up? I can't even keep. I can't even keep a straight face right now. <laughs> so uh, yeah, we're uh, twenty five minutes late, but uh, we're we're here. AEW Fighter Fest Night Two with me once again, Mister White House. How are you, sir? Oh, oh. What a great twenty minutes that was! Fantastic. <laughs> yeah, That's how I am. Dude, oh we my we, we, God. we started the show with a bang, and all, of course, also with us the one and only Blading for Truth Hollywood Jeff Edwards. What's up, brother? Brothers and sisters, what's up? Uh, I'm having a better night than White House. I can tell you that. <laughs> the past twenty minutes. Oh my God! Uh, dude, dude uh, the, int- the intro music's blaring in my ear, and I have our mics off, and all I hear is like shit going on in the back room at White House's house, and I'm like, "Oh man, are we gonna open this show with like clash, bang, boom?" You know, like wouldn't be the first live from Dunkin' Donuts. It is Mr. <laughs> Trivia. I, I was about ready to see if my laptop had wings. Man, that's how frustrated I was. Hey, dude, dude, I, I'll tell you this: I smashed a laptop before. Don't do it. <laughs> I lost a lot of shit. I literally, uh, dude, I had, I, I freaked out about what? How, how long ago was it, Edwards? Like two years ago, two and a half years two, ago. Two, yeah, I, 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 I was trying to do a show, and my laptop froze, and I just got up and I just <laughs> smashed it everywhere. That's why I have this beautiful computer I'm sitting in front of right now. But gentlemen, uh, AEW, Fighter Fest, Night 2. Yeah. Um, your thoughts, Edwards, we'll leave with you this time. Um, I think Night 2 tonight went faster, which is a good sign. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I have some nitpicks, but not as bad as last week, to be honest. I'll leave mm-hmm. it at that. Okay. Yeah. White House, your thoughts overall? Uh, I actually, it's, it's uh, along the line, same lines as Edwards. I thought the, I thought it went by faster. Uh, you know, it was a good card. I mean, we we all knew one week night one had more of the title matches, went, but we get the surprise during the week, the announcement of the tag team match. But I mean, it was. It was I thought the I thought the card placement. My nitpick last week was I I thought it was out of order. This week I thought they improved on that, and I think that's why it flowed uh, uh, better for me. Mm. I mean, yeah, I get I I, I I I think this this week's match placement was probably a little bit easier, um, especially once you lost what is your main event, you know. So I, I think that played into it. Um, I don't know. I'm kind. Of, I, I I don't know where I am with AEW right now. I'm kind of confused. I, I'm still I'm still in this place where I want to like it, but then I th- 
I'm watching it and I'm like, a lot of this really still isn't very good. I, I don't know that I was there a few weeks ago. I think I've been there for the last few weeks. And I don't know that I've come off that. Um, really. I, I, I don't know. I'm not like... Granted, I'm 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 kind of I'm kind of intrigued and pumped to see uh, where they go with uh, Moxley and, and Cage, and there's a couple other things they're teasing. We talked about some of it last week. Um, there was something that happened during this show that I'm like, hmm, maybe they're onto something. So we we may be headed in a good direction. Um, I, I you know what you know what it is. I just don't think these week. Doing the pay-per-view during the weekly Dynamite show just doesn't do it for me. Like, I'd almost rather just have a Dynamite and just know that it's a Dynamite. And, you know, if they decided to do a free, you know, do a free pay-per-view on TNT, like on a Saturday, I I think I would like that better. Like, maybe like a special or something. Like, I I get that, you know, COVID times, they're probably trying to throw everybody a bone Thank you for buying the last pay-per-view. We're not going to kill you by charging you $50 for this one. Maybe you charge 10 bucks. Maybe you put it on TNT. But maybe you make it like a Saturday night special, like TNT Saturday night, AEW special, whatever, Fighter Fest, whatever you want to call it. I, I think part of the reason why I'm like, eh, is because it's in place of Dynamite. And I think I'd rather just have Dynamite on Wednesday night. I, I don't know. I can see that point. I mean, uh... You know, I think it was. I think I think I had that same when Impact started doing it. You know, a couple of years ago, and now it's they, they do it more now. It's more become more of a staple of them doing this. But I remember feeling similar to that as well. It was a little weird that they did it. Um, it didn't bother me as much. I think the I think what bothered me more was, um, you know. Yeah, we we didn't get Moxley because, you know, of the coronavirus. But can we get the TV champ on TV somewhere? You know what I mean? A TNT champ somewhere on there, um, whether it's an interview, something. Um, again, I got I got a couple of nitpicks, but but more of my lines are, are, are that in that avenue in that regard is just more nitpicks. You know, not seeing Cody out there with the TNT title. Um, being the TNT title TV champ to me, you know, he should be out there every week. If he's not wrestling, he's doing a promo. I don't see, I don't see, you know, I, I, I don't know. That was one of my first nitpicks is you didn't see the champ out there, and I think you should have, at least in a promo. Yeah, it's it's fair. It's, it's hard to separate your brain because I know it's like they're, they're, giving you a free pay-per-view on TV, but it's still dynamite, but it's not yeah. dynamite. Yeah. And, and you have that, that weird thing going on with, you know, you want the long matches versus, you know, shorter matches and promos. And and it's weird because would they would they trot Cody out for a promo at a pay-per-view? No, because he would have wrestled at the pay-per-view. But this is night two of the pay-per-view, but it's still TV, so could they have trotted him out for a promo? Yeah. So it's one of those weird, you know, you know what I mean? There's a weird... Right. Yeah feel that you get from the show itself yeah I, I mean I think that's kind of what it, you, you I mean it's not like they're against doing promos I mean Taz did one on each show um, right so it's not like it's not like they went away from doing that um, and in part I think part of that was the idea that the match isn't happening which 
they expected it to happen tonight. So I think that's probably why they went that way. Um, but yeah, let's get into the card. White House, do you have the card pulled up? Yeah, I got it. Uh, All right, so we'll yeah, let you leave. Right <laughs> you got the card. I just want to know. Did, did, did Andrea wrote it down on uh, cue cards for him? <laughs> yeah, no, no, I, I wrote it all myself, you fuckers. <laughs> no, I'll let, I'll let you. I'll let you lead with the uh, segments because you know me. I'll leave. I'll leave something out. Um, so we'll go with that. Uh, uh, they go right into right into the tag team title match. With Paige Omega versus Private Party uh, being let out uh, to the arena with uh, Matt Hardy, uh, and uh, I was wondering if this, you know, I thought either this or obviously it ended up being Jericho, but could have been the main event, um, you know. But they started out with this one, which I, you know, kind of made sense. Um, wanted people, you wanted eyes, you know, eyes on their screen, given the, the competition, what they're doing. On USA, so so they start with this match, um, and the first first the first thing I noticed was who the ref was Knox. Yes. So <laughs> so you knew this was going to be a little uh, crazy. You know, it was going to get a little chaotic in the ring, and, and, and it did. And uh, you got uh, another thing. Uh, another thing that caught my attention too. I, mean, I got a little chuckle out of was Britt Baker's note to Tony Schiavone that Hangman's pyro. Gave her burns. I got a little kick out of that too, man. So, no, I mean, I thought it was a decent match. You know, you know, um, it was a typical for me. It was, you saw a typical private party. You know, you saw a couple couple good spots, but then you see him botch the double Spanish fly that could have broke Kenny Omega's neck. You know, I, I you know, so you saw. I, to me, it was just a typical private party match, and then you had Kenny. Kenny Omega and, uh, and Paige doing what you know they're good at, and uh, um, I, I still I wrote still champs, and I just I just for the life of me I like these guys. I mean, Kenny Omega is one of my favorite wrestlers as a singles. This tag team is yeah, it's, just it's taking away from him and Hangman at this point. It is, honest. it is, and it's just I I don't like them as the champions. Uh, and, and there's a, uh, a wait when we go down to the card, but I, I, I just, just there's so many more other options. You saw it tonight in another match. There are clearly other options. Well, the, they don't need to have these titles on them. Well, the other, the other, the other thing too is, and uh, Edwards, we'll get your thoughts after. I just want to make a quick point. Um, <laughs> Does Kenny Omega got to be best friends with everybody? Like, does he have to be like, like he jumps in, shake hands with with Mark Quinn? I, first of all, I, I don't know why Matt Hardy's with them. I, I I don't see it. I don't think it's adding anything. Uh, there's so many so many other things Matt Hardy could be doing. We we talked about it last week. But does Kenny Omega got to be best friends with everybody? Like, it's it's one thing in Ring of Honor. Where you shake hands, the code of honor. It's supposed to be even if you're baby face and heel, it's like it's an idea that Ring of Honor does. Like we shake hands before matches, and it's kind of disrespectful not to. But that's like their shtick. Like, d- does Kenny yeah. Omega gotta shake everybody's hand before the fucking match starts? I don't know why I bothered. Like, I almost want like, like, gr- like shake hands in the back. Like have like have some like intensity or something. 
going into these matches. Um, I, I, I think it's taken away from both of them, him and him and Paige, being in this tag team because there's there's so many guys out there that are just screaming for a big feud with an Omega or Paige. You know what I mean? Like I was thinking about it watching the show, and you know, we could get into it in the next segment too. But Archer and Omega, I mean, could you imagine? There's just so much that could be done. And then we're watching this again. Here we go, another tag team match. And I think Private Party was a little better tonight than last week. Uh, I think they are probably a little bit better because of who they were in the ring with. with um, yeah. You know, you know. Uh, obviously, although Santana Ortiz are very good, they're kind of more crazy, and you know, you know, it, it just you, you can just see the difference. Um, listen, they're giving Private Party a big spot here. I, I don't necessarily think it's a terrible thing um, for the tag team division. I just hope they're not going to do one of these six-man tags with them and Hardy. I think that's wasting Matt Hardy. Um, and, I mean, overall, it was, it was a decent opening match. Nothing to write home about. Yeah. Not, again, like Edwards brought up last week, where the fuck is New Japan Kenny? You know what I mean? But, um, you know, Edwards, your thoughts about it. Yeah, so, match itself, and then I have a Matt Hardy thing. But, uh... I thought they looked better this week, and I think it was because um, there was a spot in the match. Well, it kicked off, and for the first part of the match, they were you know, doing their private party thing. But we were pretty rough on Isaiah Cassidy last week. And there was a yeah. spot in the match where he uh, spared off with Omega, and they were doing you know, the, the shot exchange, and it was slower paced. And it brought the match down to a to a good level, I think. You know, it balanced the match. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then then it opened up a little bit more and they started, you know, flying around again. But at least they, they intersected that in there. And that could have been because, like you guys are saying, it was... Do you think it was, it was addressed? Page and Omega in there. Yeah, I think I think it could have been. And I think Kenny might have said, you know what, I'll, I'll take care of it this week. You know, plus, plus we'll get the out thing, there and we'll down a little bit. Mark Quinn opened the match this week, which a lot of times it's the opposite, where Cassidy mm-hmm. then maybe... You know what we're saying? Like, is anybody back there, like, coaching or maybe 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 that's a good sign. You know what I mean? Maybe that yes. coaching is going on. Exactly. Exactly. But I I know I thought it stood out like a sore thumb and I was like, all right, good, because somebody somebody's listening to cool truth or, you know, <laughs> is listening to cool truth. But oh, the they were listening hey, real quick. Not to cut you off. The go Jim ahead, the Jim Ross comment when he said to wear your mask in the beginning and I'm not going to go down this rabbit hole with the masks again. But did you hear how he backed it up with? As soon as we're done here, we're putting our mask back on. I'm like, uh, yeah, sure you are. Fuck you. Anyway, okay. Yeah, that, was, ahead, that was for you. That was yeah. For you. No doubt. No doubt. Yeah, I wrote that in my notes. Anthony, that was for you. I, did. I felt like he was speaking directly towards me, to be honest with you. <laughs> but, but the Matt Hardy private party thing, I don't, I don't like it just because they had some momentum. You know, when Matt Hardy was free agent and is he coming? Yes, he's coming. He debuts with the Damascus thing. And now they're like, he's in a spot where Arn Anderson, Jake, and Tully are. And it doesn't make sense to me because, like we keep saying, we want Archer running up against Omega or whoever. Why not Matt Hardy? What are they doing with Matt Hardy? It's like, it's like if you didn't want him, you shouldn't have, you know, got him. <laughs> because obviously they wanted him more than a private party mentor, you know? <laughs> right. I, I, look at, I look at it and I'm going, what the hell are they doing here? Why is he out there with them? I, I don't know. 
I don't know. And obviously, they just had their tag title match, so, uh, you know, they failed there. So, what's Matt Hardy going to do now with his tag team? You know, I don't, I don't know. It doesn't make sense. Trio belts. Yeah, oh. trios. Yeah, trios. Mm. Yeah. It's going to happen. All right, where are we headed, White House? Ha. Anthony, <laughs> JR's PSA for the... Uh, <coughs> Uh, for the show, you know, make sure you wear your masks. <laughs> you know, uh, so we had our PSA after 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 the, after the match. Um, I, I saw I saw two guys wearing masks too out of the forty five that were out there too. But wait, but before we go to the next segment, the one Tully, thing I, Tully was one of them though. Yeah, yeah. The one thing I did I did I thought was pretty cool was the way that uh, Cassidy. Uh, uh, there was that one spot towards the end. Where uh, Paige was getting ready to, to do the bug shot, Cassidy did the way he blocked that. I thought that was pretty cool. Like you saw some spots from Isaiah. You know he has potential to be very good. You know, and, and he just needs to slow it down a little bit. But mm-hmm. that that one spot, you know, um, kind of stuck out at me. You know, it was typical to me. It was it was a typical private party match. But as you guys said, you reiterated, uh, you know, it was better than last week. So. Maybe that's what Matt is trying to help them provide, you know, learning, trying to help help slow them down, you know, one of those mentor type things. Uh, who knows? But uh, after JR's uh, PSA, uh, we go right into Archer and Janela, and uh, I was excited. I was looking forward to this match because one, Archer really hasn't been on TV, and curious to see what they're going to do with him, and the fact that he carries he's carrying Sunny out. <laughs> Dude, I thought that was a good way to come into the ring carrying uh, Sonny out, uh, to, and then you know he started beating on him, and Janela had a pretty pretty good comeback, and he, you know, he made the. I'll tell you, I know I've shit on Joey Janela in the past couple couple shows here and there, but to this 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 particular match with Archer, I was expecting a, a, a squash match. It really was. Well, I thought Janela showed some stones tonight, and he made a match of it. And I was—I gotta say—I was pretty—I was pretty. I was pretty uh, he made it believable for me. And f- for Joey to do that, there's definitely something there with him. I think that you know AEW is maybe missing the boat on. Like, I'm not saying he's the shittiest wrestler of all time. I'm not saying that, but I really wasn't digging him and what he was doing. And for, for, for a guy who took an ass beating tonight, it made it believable some of the things he did with Archer. You know, I, 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 I to me, guys, and, and I'll pass it back to you, AC, is I was pretty impressed with what I saw from Janela tonight. I'm not going to lie. I mean, I think I think there's times he has decent matches. Um, I, I think I'd like him better if they kind of stuck with the idea that they were going to continue having those unsanctioned or, you know, no rules, hardcore matches. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. Listen, he was he was decent in the match tonight. He wasn't bad. Uh, but when I when I look at him, there's nothing that jumps out like, damn, like that's a star. You know what I mean? Um, I just think they have a lot of guys that are just a lot better. Um, it, I, I think he has a pl- I think he has a place on the roster. I think he has a place on the card. Um, you know. Jumping in on a challenge with Cody, 
you know, tagging with Sonny Kiss here and there I, I, in, in a mid-card area, like, I, I think that's fine. But I don't think you're looking at, like, a main card oh, no, superstar, no, I... superstar wrestler either. Um, I, I thought the match, I, personally, I would have been fine with a squash match. Yeah. Uh, but I thought the match was pretty good. I thought there was com- some cool spots in there where, like, Janela's like, he, he must have hit Archer, like, five times in a row. And then Archer just literally, <laughs> the one thing about him is he just, he smacked him so hard. I thought he really knocked him out. And it's just like, you could, you, you could just beat the, fu- the one thing they must love about Joey Janela is you can literally beat the fuck out of him. And he, he doesn't care. Yeah, like, like you said, his back. <laughs> throw him through a table, throw him into steel, you know, smack him across the face like he owed you money, you know what I mean? He, he, he doesn't care. So I think it makes for a good, uh, uh, stylistically, it makes it for a good match there with, uh, with um, a guy like Archer. And I get it, like I have friends of mine that that text me about AEW and are like, oh, it's all flippity floppy stuff. I'm like, are you watch? Like, do you watch? You clearly don't. Like, it's really not though. Like, I mean, I, I, listen, I, I am not like in love with everything that AEW is doing right now. Clearly, we've talked about it for weeks. But this idea that it's like flippy indie wrestling all the time. That's it's not fair. You're not like you're clearly not watching everything. Oh. You're you're either cherry picking things or not watching every week or fast forwarding through stuff. So those to me those arguments are just like invalid. And the other thing too is like I I stopped watching WWE with no fans because it was absolutely fucking boring and atrocious. I could not get through the show. And the one thing I'll give AEW, although the last couple of weeks again I wasn't in love with the show. Like Edward said to open the show tonight, like it. it, it, it it moves through. You get your two hours. Yeah. You know, you you don't you don't you're not bored the whole time. I mean, again, was this the greatest show? No. Was it terrible? No. Uh, would I like to see a little bit better? Yes. But at the same time, it's still somewhat entertaining. There's still some what good it things. Good I, I I would say overall, this match was probably better than I thought it w- would yep. have been, and it yep. and it gave Archer a little more airtime. And yeah. which is a good thing. So yeah. we're again, where do we go from here with Archer? I I, I want to see the, some that's more. The question, that's the question I wrote in my notes exactly. Yeah, that. I I, I want to see where, we, where, where 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 we go now. I want to see more. I want to see something bigger. But yeah. I, I thought all in all for the you know the second match on your second night of a pay per view. I mean, it, it's 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 a good it's a good match. It's it's a good yeah. it's a good fifteen minutes. Um, you know, I, I don't know, Edwards, I don't know how you felt about it, but I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, yeah, I feel basically the same way you guys do. I, I think Janela has that reputation, and I, I was not excited to see him at all on this show. Right. Ever, ever, you know. But the more I see him, and as I've seen him, I think he's like one of the surprises. You can You can say he's a pleasant surprise on the AEW roster since they started, but... Man, I don't know what it is about him. It's like... I, I don't know. Maybe to quote JR, he, he's a good hand, you know? Yeah. But at the same time, like, I think there might be something there if they can figure out something for him. Like, he doesn't really have a character. He's the bad boy. But what does he do? Like, there's nothing... Yeah. There's nothing there. And I think if they can figure something out for him, he might be better than just being a good hand. You know, if that makes sense. Because I was expecting a squash. What I got was a decent match. And, and you know, he made I have no problem. 
he made it believable the things he was yeah. doing with the archer. Yeah. I mean there was yeah. a couple close there was a couple close falls where, you know, okay, are they really gonna do upset here? Mm-hmm, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm, I asked mm-hmm. myself that at least at least twice. I'm like, are they really gonna do upset here? And so I mean, I know if it if it if it grabbed me, who I was expecting a squash, I know it had to grab others. And if he did that, he there is something there's there is something there. They're just they have to find they have to find something for him or yeah. do a, reinvent his character something. Mm-hmm. But I mean, he was impressive tonight. I I, I I mean I know I I'm trying to you know and you know I'm trying to be fair. I shit on the guy, so I'm gonna you know when he when he does something good, I'm gonna you know for a guy who took an ass beating, he made a, he made it believable. You know, and I thought he, you know, it was, uh, I, it stood up to me. I also did like, I liked uh, the snake tease. Yeah, I Jake. did too. Oh my God, I did too. I wanted but, to see it. Mm-hmm. But I think we all can agree, Archer, that dude is a main eventer. He is. He is. And I, I know they're trying to work through, they got to get through Cage Moxley for but Archer's got it. Dude, gotta, dude they put him in a program with Omega. Something. Put him in a program with Omega, dude. Yeah, even man. even if even if even he if rich. even if he loses, I would want to see him with Omega right now. Even of even course. if even if you you know he ends he ends up you know winning his battles, but overall loses the war, dude. Mm-hmm. A, a program with a guy like Omega could just elevate him to another level. Plus, it gives you another side of Omega where we don't necessarily need to see him wrestle guys with New Japan style just to have great matches, like we right. saw with Simon and some other guys. I mean, listen, Kenny Omega wrestled a great match with John Moxley that was a hardcore match. Uh, that that was something different for Kenny Omega, which was which was awesome. Mm-hmm. This could be another... You, you see another level of Omega, plus it elevates Archer. Um, I also... I mean, again, we talked about it last week. I mean, Archer and Martin Howard just makes too much sense to me. It really does. It just makes too much sense. I mean, yeah, I, it does. It does. And at this point, I mean, that could that could be the guy who elevates Archer into the main event area. You know, Matt Hardy could be the because let, let's face it, if if they do a two month program with Hardy and, and Archer, and Archer comes out at the top, it elevates Archer to a new level, and it, it doesn't harm mm-hmm. Hardy at all. Mm-hmm. You know, we get, yeah. Hardy's there. I mean, he's it's it's like a, yeah, a program with Jericho. Guy. You know, yeah, it's, exactly. It's like a it's yeah. like a program with Jericho. Like yeah. Orange Cassidy has a new, and I will get there has a new level from having matches with Chris Jericho. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. it's kind of the same thing, but it could go to another level where you were actually looking at a guy who is a legit main eventer. He's it's not even to me. It's not even a question. Yeah, the other thing too is if let's say you're sitting at the airport and you see. The Bucks walking through with Butcher and the Blade, you might think, uh, rock band. But when you mm-hmm. see Vance, a uh, Lance Archer, I always call him Vance. When you <laughs> see Lance Archer walking through, you're gonna that's that's a fucking pro wrestler. Yeah, right? I mean, there's no doubt about that. Guy. Tall, and, jacked, mean looking. I mean, look at him. Look at the guy. Yeah, I, I don't know. He, I might put dude, him in the number one spot. Dude, to me, to me, dude, he he's a fucking Vinny. Like, like he he's a fucking. Night, late '80s, early '90s, Vinnie Mac, fucking dream. You yes, know, you know what I mean, yes. like dream. <laughs> yes, perfect. Uh huh. No doubt, and, and especially as a heel. I mean, he would be he, his pants would be wet. 
big guy and a heel. I mean, oh yeah, pal. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's just the look at that. Look at that murder hawk, pal. Uh, look at that. Look at that red pink color, pal. Oh jeez. And, and his and his and his song. I mean, it, I might just, lay, I might let him fuck Linda, pal. Oh. <laughs> and Stephanie. Sorry, pal. Just, sorry, sorry, Macho. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, uh, we go right into a Darby Allen video. And I like how he calls Brian Cage out. Um, that's what stood out in that video. So I think we're gonna I think we're getting closer to getting Darby back. Uh, I he's definitely missed on the placement of this where we look at the card and the placement of matches and people who are missing. I, I, I think he's Darby missed too Allen because he's another baby. He's another baby that people love, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 So getting him back will be great. So uh, it was good to see the, uh, his video. And then from there we go right into one of my favorite segments of this evening. Uh, we got Taz coming up with his major announcement. He had a black bag. Carries what's in the black bag. And all I had to see was the front face plate. F-T-W. Hell fucking yes. Edwards. We, we definitely both popped. <laughs> did. We did. You guys go for yeah. it. I'll, I'll respond after. Okay. All right. Go ahead, Edwards. All right. No, I, I honestly want to hear your guys' thoughts about it before I... Because I, yeah. it's... I'm just interested in how you guys feel about it. Okay, so... This is how I feel about it. And White House, you correct me as I go because the memory is quite foggy these days. <laughs> but the FTW belt, Taz brings that in because he can't get a title shot. Now, I remember it huh? being uh, Sabu, I yes. believe. Yes, okay. you're correct. You are and correct. They, feud, they feuded over that, but it wasn't, it wasn't ever... Uh, Recognized by ECW. Correct. That was Taz being Taz. He wanted his title shot. He couldn't get the title shot. But the thing of it is, is the parallel between Moxley, you know, quote unquote, ducking Cage to Shane Douglas ducking Taz at the time. Correct. Perfect parallel. And this is why I love it. Perfect parallel. Okay. That's why I love I love this. Love it. Yes. Love it. It, it's Taz doing. See, everybody like everybody likes Taz, and Taz made himself a good baby face. Taz wasn't a baby face. Oh, Taz he... was an asshole. Yes. And and FTW isn't nice. It's fuck the world. <laughs> I mean, it just. I, That's that, some renegade shit, bro. And you heard him say it again tonight. That's mm-hmm. a renegade belt, and we're gonna go renegade. And I hope that's what they do. I hope that's. I hope that he just goes. You see, Brian Cage go all over the place with this belt. So it just takes on all Johnny Come Lately. So all right. So I have a couple questions. So did did Taz own this belt, or did did Taz, you know, link up with with Heyman and be like, yeah, I need a, I need that FDA, you know, or, or, or you know, get permission to use it or whatever. What was was that like an ECW thing, or was that legit like Taz's deal? My my understanding was this: it was Taz's thing because Heyman didn't have money to pay the wrestlers, so I mean he didn't pay for it, right? He so ma- oh, well, that was my only belt. point. This so so all right, so all right, so this is it's Taz's bait. 
FTW's trademark. All that's him. All that's all right. him. All right. So this, this is, is it's Taz's baby, and yeah. and Cage is Taz's guy. So yes. I, based on all that, I, I'm going to be honest with you, and you, and you know I, I'm bitching because I don't want a lot of belts. This right. is different. This is different, though. This to me, that's this is different. different. Um, right. it, it makes sense in the story. The only thing I'm going to say is I think they should have done it last week. You, you know, yes. <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying. Like I think they should have done it last week. My other, this is where I'm cautious though, and you know we could probably get into this later in the show. Is what does this all mean if Cage loses the Moxley? Um, I think it all depends on how. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I mean, Darby. I, I think it's going to be Darby. Exactly what it is. Well, exactly. listen, if if they muck it up with Darby. And Darby's going to be the first challenger to the FTW. I mean, I, I'm not. Listen, exactly. I, I'm, 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 I'm kind. Of, yeah, I'm kind of all in on that. Um, is this a way to keep Cage super strong, even in the event that he doesn't win the AEW title? Um, I know you thought I was going to hate it. I don't hate it. I just, I'm, I'm reserving judgment on it. Is the way I'll say it. But I love the Taz promo. I actually really like the... See, this is... Out, to me, this is outside-the-box thinking. Mm-hmm. You know, uh-huh. Taz probably went to Tony Khan and was like, Hey, listen, what if I brought the FTW and call it renegade shit? Old-school, you know, fucking hardcore shit. You know what I mean? And then maybe fucking Brian, Brian, Cage. Brian Cage defends the title in a hardcore match against Joey Janela. Like you said, getting Janela to do. Yeah, yeah. Because here's the thing. So I think there's possibilities here. I just, right. to me, I just want to see it play out. Uh, but I, I don't hate it. I really don't hate it. Because here's the thing: you look at all the wrestlers on an AEW right now who would fit in an ECW at the pinnacle of ECW. Probably a lot. Probably a lot. Ryan fucking Cage is on top of that list. I mean, uh, it just, it's just, it's, it's fitting. And Darby Allen is right there too. So if they monkey if they monkey the waters with Darby Allen next week, see, I think dark. It just makes perfect sense. I think the thing is when you when you look back when you look at look back at the real ECW, not Vince's WWE. ECW yeah, yeah, bullshit. no, no, not that. When you bullshit. when you go back and look at the ECW, yeah, it, it's almost like all that you got to have the look. You got to be something, this, that, or the other. Goes out the window. Like you could look like a fucking trash bag, but if you mm-hmm. could fucking cut a promo, insult people, and get smacked over the head with a chair, you you could fit in the ECW. So if 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 AEW is now using this as a way to make certain guys fit in, Darby, Joey Janela, whoever, mm-hmm. um, I mm-hmm. think this is an opportunity for AEW for sure. To, it, See, that's because, the, that's the it, thing why I'm so intrigued by it because mm, it could become like a hardcore title if they want to do that without or, even calling it that. Right? Exactly. Exactly. Or it could just be a prop for Cage. Could be. You know, and that could be. You know, well, we're not going to defend. This is Cage is the champ. You know, and they could just. It could get him heat, basically. Yeah, I, I know there's no crowd, but I mean, you know. No, I, I love it. I saw it right when I saw it. I, I just, I, 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 I was a kid in the candy store, man. I just, it's just, it was nostalgia. It, I, I go back, yeah. you know, it just it was with Taz was gunning for the belt. 
and, and the Taz. I mean, fuck, man. You got Taz franchise feud. Taz Sabu feud. My fucking God, dude. It's just, oh, it was just, it was ECW at its finest. And it's just, uh, it was just great because FTW, man, uh, just Taz's AEW shirt is orange. It's black with orange FTW on it. Um, yep. You know, I saw that on, uh, I watched a little bit of Dark last night. Um, and, you know, Taz was uh, is a commentator on there, and he had his he had his shirt on. So I think that's my next uh, AEW shirt. But it's just, it's great that he's bringing some of his stuff that he created back. And he's trying to introduce it into a new, uh, a new environment, a new culture. Well, let's uh, face it. Let's AEW. face it too, because you know, first of all, you know, Taz come his his main work comes from an era that guys like us remember. So those older hardcores that are watching are going to be like, oh shit! But now it's something new. It's yeah. something to look into for you know the eighteen, the uh-huh. you know thirty crowd. Also. Right. Uh-huh. Taz jumped into this thing with two feet. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. He signed with AEW. He 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 literally stopped doing his radio show, his podcast, all that shit. It jumped into AEW with two feet. My guess is he did that because he's going to have some ability to have fun and have some creative control, control and everything else. And I think that's starting to play out. One more thing about this, too. And I, I hate to say it this way, but take, taking a negative and turning it into a positive. If Renee Young doesn't get COVID-19, this probably doesn't happen. No, it doesn't. Or maybe because they, they have maybe their they, match tonight. They yeah. have their match. Yeah. He, yeah. It's genius. It's genius. It's genius. Yeah. I mean, it's genius. It's that's true. It's I mean, with this, somebody called an audible here, probably Taz, mm-hmm. called an audible and said you know, maybe he's sitting around his house in his man cave and sees the FTW title and goes, yep, yep. holy shit, what if? But That's see, probably exactly it. But to me, that that is the genius in what Tony Khan could bring mm. where, all right, you know, you know what I mean? Like, he's, it's not my idea, we're not doing it. He's like, fuck yeah, run with it. You know what right. I mean? So I think, yep. I think there's a genius in that when they find a balance. Yes. Yes, yes when well, the balance is there. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I just, there's so many directions they could go on this, and it's exciting. It's another thing that we have to look forward to, see how it plays out. But, uh, you know, Taz, you, jumping all in is a great way to put it, AC. And think of, you know, he jumps all in, he leaves CBS, he, he stops his own personal podcast that he had going on to do this and last week he takes the biggest fucking shot at WWE to the point where he they're pissed at him right now on the other side for calling calling for him insinuating WWE is a cesspool and and now he's bringing back his personal ECW belt Dude, I just think that we there's a lot more. I think we're gonna see a lot more from him creatively, on camera, whatever that is going to have hand his touch, his hands on it. 
Uh, and I think this is just the tip of the iceberg. There you go. You know, so that that was that was that was a cool segment. I I, I giddied up for it, and that and, 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 and this I is renegade shit, bro. I mean, dude, Taz is crushing it. I love Taz right I now. I love it. Fucking love it, man. And here's the thing too, and it goes back to what I said in the beginning of the show. I love the the placement, the flow of it. You couldn't ask for a better match to follow that segment than the Lucha Brothers, mm. Butcher and the Blade versus Bucks FTR. See, I I, I was surprised because I well, I yeah. I kind of thought that match was going to go last, given the Jericho Cassidy stuff wasn't getting the best ratings. Mm. But sure. the one, the one, the one thing I, I'll give, I'll give you know AEW and Con a little credit for here is they're not being overreactive to a segment to to a week. Right. They they you know it just see they got their plan to an extent and we're gonna roll with it. So yeah, maybe maybe they they didn't get as much of a I don't know support behind Cassidy and Jericho that they thought they didn't. They didn't go away from it, and you know we'll talk about the match. Uh, you know when we get there. So it was kind. It was kind of like, a, again, th- this card was kind of a surprise, like seeing what match was going to be placed where. And I actually, you know, I'll just jump in on the match real quick if you guys don't mind. Right. Um, yeah, go ahead. I, I thought that I thought the match was very good. Um, uh-huh. I, opening with Pentagon and uh, was it Wilder that opened with Pentagon? Yeah, I did um, Wilder. Yeah, right. yeah. It, either Actually, way. Actually, don't know their names yet. Yeah, I, 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 I get I'm names. so confused by it. I'm so confused by it. That's why I asked. But, f- first of all, FTR, they're just a next-level tag. Dude, just the way oh they God. tag, the way they yes. work. They, you know, it, he, they even they make sure to get out of the ring before the five seconds is up. They hold the tag belt or, or the tag rope. It just The way they work is just so... Awesome. I love it. But then I'm watching them with with the Lucha Brothers and the way Pentagon so and Phoenix good, work. The contrast mm-hmm. is awesome. Mm-hmm. And the whole time I'm watching this match, I was thinking, I wish this is FTR versus the Lucha Brothers. And that that's not being I'm try I'm not trying to be disrespectful to the Young Bucks or to Butcher and Blade, because they all had their moments and obviously they're especially the Bucks. One of the great tag teams, and you know we're we're all fans of the Bucks, but I'm I'm watching this and I'm just wishing for, like I texted you guys, like I want a hundred match feud with FTR and the Lucha Brothers because I don't see a better tag team feud in the world right now that you could put together. I I, I mean, and not to cut you off. No, go ahead, go ahead. The one thing I'll say is, what adds to it, it's never happened. Right. Right, it's part of it. That's part of it, you know. And the other thing, like God had the great feud with the with the Briscoes, which I know a lot of people didn't see it, but it was very good, very good. But those teams are still, you know, it's almost like the uh, the Samoans versus the Rednecks, but they're like they're hard hitting. That the styles like similar with with FTR and 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 Lucha Brothers. The contrast of like the it's lucha style here. tag black, and black white, right, it's, know, it's, yeah, it's but yeah. it with those four are so good at what they do. 
Uh-huh. I don't that dude to me that that's like there's gonna be I, I mean it probably won't be a DVD but we'll call it a DVD. There's gonna be like a DVD made like the FTR versus Lucha Brothers feud if AEW does it right. They, it totally can happen. You could see like you and you could almost see like they feel that way because I got the sense like yeah those other teams were involved and. Everybody got their time and they had their spots and everything oh, they were else. Fun. They were yeah, absolutely. Fun. And the match was very good. And, and you're seeing a couple teams that haven't had a lot of work lately. So by bringing so many guys into it, no, nobody really had to carry the match type of thing. Um, but I think that it's it's blatantly obvious that they think they have something with FTR and Lucha Brothers. Plus, that's kind of it's kind of a swerve because everybody just assumes. That they're going to jump right into FTR and the Bucks. Maybe they don't do that, and and that's still well, there to go to. Bit, hold that for a little bit, and, but it's still. Yeah. It's, well, but it's it. but it's always it's always going to be there to go to though. You right. know what I mean? Do we need mm-hmm. to jump into it right away? No, I don't think you, I don't think you do. No. You know, well, honestly, the maybe the maybe the Bucks are the team that takes the goddamn titles off fucking Hangman and Omega at this point. Oh. oh. I'm yeah, I mean, guy. they're they're all, given the match they had, they're owed a rematch, right? I mean, I would say they are. I I would assume so. And here's the thing: is one of the knocks that Phoenix and Pentagon have had in the beginning in the beginning stages of AEW, you haven't seen the underground stuff, is because they've been bored. You didn't see that tonight. Mm. They. You, you, they liked it, and, and you, they were intrigued, and they, and they were into it. And if you get Ray and and and, and Penta into something, dude, because you saw it tonight. You look at and, and again, I, Kenny Omega. I'm the biggest dude. You, pound for pound, I'm not looking. I'm not regardless of size. When Ray Phoenix is on. Who's fucking better? <laughs> Who's better? He's 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 really good. I mean, oh I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to call him the best. You 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 love luchadors that 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 can't talk. You <laughs> whether it's Sonata or Phoenix, the greatest oh. wrestler in the world. <laughs> I just like I listen. Promo he's good, dude. Good. I love, dude. I've seen, I dude. I've seen Phoenix everywhere from oh, he's so from Impact good. to to. To every show they've been on, AEW, um, uh, uh, Lucha Underground. Thank you. That was You're welcome. <laughs> I was losing my mind. Lucha Underground indie shows yeah, against different so people. They oh. do those guys. They're so entertaining. They deliver every time. I get it. Um, I just just there. There's there's something about them being a tag team. That I think is just better for both of them, given all the circumstances. Oh, yeah. no, you right know now, what I mean? Absolutely. But oh, I, it, I would, I would certainly love to see, if not a TNT title run with Phoenix, at least him dipping his dipping, dipping his toes into that. They, well, uh, maybe they take the tag titles. Big, you know, they they they, they, they could take man. the tag titles, or you yeah. know, maybe you know when Pac comes back, maybe they put back. See, this is the thing. I want I want Pac to come back because I I really I Why? like Pac I a lot. Pac to come back. Why? No, I like Pac a lot. I think because I, I think he's for what, very for, good. For what reason? 
No, but no. This is you're, you're, I'm, see, I'm giving you the layup, and you're not giving it. To no, me. because you're you think you're giving me the layup. I don't want. I even though I like the name Triangulo de la Morte, I like the name. <laughs> I don't want them to be a six man tag title. I want Pac. I want Pac to be the. No, I want Pac to win the TNT title and and Lucha Brothers to be the tag champions. That's what I want. I they want to remain a faction. Cool. I don't want a six man team, but. Having said that, you know, I, I think they're going to that six-man area. I just think they're better off in that tag division, but they could still be Triangle or Delamort. They def Triangle. Yeah, they, they can still have three-man. Who knows? Maybe maybe they – oh, okay. Maybe they maybe they have, you know, tag champs, six-man champs, and a TNT champ. They have all the gold at once. You never know. It could happen. And throw an FTW there somewhere too. It may be. I mean, Pen- is Pentagon not a perfect guy to challenge for that title, though, against Cole? Mm. Fuck yeah, man. Hell yeah. Mm. Oh, I, I, I'll sign up for that. Right? I'll I mean, sign up for that. Pen- Pentagon versus Cage Pentagon for the FTW? That could be dude. sick, dude. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yo, could we, could we get his master in AEW? <laughs> Hell, dude. That would dude. be amazing. <laughs> Imagine Vamp. Yes. Managing triangular. Oh my god, dude! We got. I got I have to get. I have to get a copy of that show from King oh. Firehawk. So, so White House, you got to hear Edwards and King Firehawk. They did a podcast after Ultima Lucha won, and it was the podcast was literally solely based on the storyline of Vampiro and Pentagon. All the way, all the through the season, through the through the match, uh, and he used clips from the Austin interview with Vampiro, talking about it, dude. Dude, one of the great podcasts you ever listen to. We got to get a copy to send it to you because you'll love it. It's one of yeah, I gotta find dude, that. Dude, that was tremendous. The work they did on that, and and that was it, like like Firehawk said, that was like Star Wars. That was like yes. you know what I yep. mean. Like it was so. To, Adding that kind of storytelling into some of the things that AEW is doing, like they kind of did with Archer at first with the vignettes and everything else and, and the snake promos, could oh, it could raise their level so much. Yes, absolutely. You know, the other thing about this match, too, that I want to throw out, because I can't, for, for as much as White House just said about Phoenix... Man, every time I see these matches, I know what I'm going to see, especially from the Bucks. But my God, when I see Nick Jackson, every fucking match, I'm thinking to myself, in the middle of the match, he may be the best professional wrestler on the planet. He's so good, dude. He's so damn good. He's actually underrated. Because he's yeah, in a like tag team. Yeah, he's, he dude, he's fucking Shawn Michaels. He's fucking Shawn Michaels. Let's be honest. Nothing dude. against Matt, dude, but he's Shawn Jim Michaels. Jim Ross said it tonight, too, man. And, and, and you know, he stood out tonight, and in some of the, some of his spots, jumps on the third, on a top rope as quick as he does. Some of them so smooth, and just, he makes, he makes these moves look easy. Yes. It's just, and, and 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 it's just it's just yeah man he he stood out those Ray Ray Phoenix always stands out to me I I I dig the kid I love his stuff and and and, and, and a match like this uh, Nick stood up, stood out I mean 
we were you were saying the same thing back in, 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 in with with that match with uh, for the tag team titles. They're calling the greatest tag team match of all time. Yeah. They really haven't seen Rock and Roll Express versus Midnight Express. <laughs> but I digress. But, Listen, um, nobody listening was alive when that match happened. All right, <laughs> and you want them to you want them to say it's the best match ever. They were they were they were like twinkles in their in their I'm father's eyes. Right I'm with you. I digress. But anyway, he stood out in that match as well. Mm-hmm. He always does stood out that way. So yeah, man, you guys made me honest something on that one. Yeah, I mean. He, I love Nick Jackson. I love yeah, him. Yeah, he's so good. He's so good. But but, but you know, there's a couple things with this match that 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 I three things of this match that I, I took away. Uh, I'll start with the third. The third is a build. I'm going to go three, two, one. Saving my for black. The the, the number the one thing. Black. Yes, thank okay. you. We got All it. Right? We got it. There's. You saw four tag teams tonight. Either one of these four could be could be now the, the AEW tag team champ, and I wouldn't have a problem with it. Mm-hmm. I agree. Any of these four. I agree. Any of these four. Agreed. And they proved that Omega and Paige do not need these titles. Number three. Number two. God damn that Canadian destroyer was badass. <laughs> yeah, you're not you're not wrong, dude. That was sick. That was sick. that was so. It was you know what? I give him credit for even attempting it. Dude, he dude, the fact that he even tried it is sick. Yes. Yes. I have my 5-year-old. Oh, hey, listen. Isaiah Cassidy. Isaiah Cassidy, please don't try it home. Uh, right. Number 1. And number 1. We got another goddamn tease. We got Tully yep, Blanchard yep. sitting mm. in the Spike pile driver. Oh, what about the spike? What about the spike pile driver when uh, and Jr. goes shades of Tully Blanchard and Arn Anderson. They're doing that a lot lately. They, yeah, yeah. the third time they've done that. Yeah, so yeah. you got you got a lot of references to it, dude. Listen, so, I want the MJF Spears FTR Horseman. That's what I want. God, and then tonight, what I did was before, uh, before he, before, before uh, Dynamite started, uh, I went and watched some. I watched a little bit of Dark. I wanted to see Brian, Brian Pillman Jr. make his debut, and thankfully, it opened the show. And you know, uh, for, for our listeners or haven't haven't seen what Spears is doing, well, apparently Spears is. is uh, re, re inventing himself character wise, and, and he's using dark to do it. So he's a lot of his matches have been on dark. And go back. I I I I, I want you guys to go back. Go watch this match on AW's channel on YouTube. It's the first match. You don't have to watch the hour of it if you don't want to. You're in and out in ten minutes. And. They're starting to build a badass Spears. Good. And uh, Good. I need to watch uh, it. From what they did, from what from what they did with Dustin, you know that was maybe knocking him down, all the way down to build him back up. And uh, you know, Pillman got a couple spots in, but it was that was the that was the Sean Spears show. And from start to finish, loved every minute of it. He had the glove on. And you know, 
it was just it was just he is going to be involved somehow and they can't call it the four horsemen but I'm telling you it, uh, it's Spears FTR and you know who that fourth person should be MJF but uh, could, could be somebody else you but, know um, I know those are the three out of the four it, it's funny could you they brought it. it okay go ahead Go go ahead. No, I think we're going the same place. Go ahead. No, I was going to talk about Pillman. So if you're still on the four four horsemen thing, go go for it. Okay. Could they swerve the MJF? Could they go, sure could. I'm guys. You might call me crazy, but I'm thinking when push comes to shove, we might see Cody in that spot. We might see Cody in the spot. Yeah. Actually, actually, Diamond Dave Rosenbluth. Shout out Diamond Dave. Kicking out of two yep. podcasts. Retro Mania. Um, obviously one of the networks that carries our show. Uh, but, uh, yeah, he texted me the same thing tonight. Um, really? Was, he did. He did. Um, I, personally, to me, that's too gimmicked for me. I, I Maybe, listen, if it happens, I'm not going to be like, oh, this sucks. Of course, it'd probably be fucking awesome. So I'm not going to say it's not going to be great. Um, I don't know. I think Cody's with this Nightmare family is kind of doing his own thing. And oh, no, I'm just really so locked in with that. I'm so locked in with the MJF Spears FTR Horseman. Like I want to see it so bad that I don't even <laughs> want to let another thought come into my brain. <laughs> but I mean, let's be honest. You. If you if you. you do it right, I mean, who's not gonna like it? I mean, come on. Uh, I, I think it could be I think it could be Cody because the the writing on it's easy. I mean, he started it a couple weeks ago. You know, hey, where was the Nightmare family when I was getting jumped? Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, what's going on with the Elite? You know, oh, I guess I'm all by myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Well, that, well, that's the other thing. Is he, is he going to release from the Elite? Um, the other, the, real quick before, actually, I want to take I want to take a quick, like, 60-second break. But um, before we do that, uh, last week when we were talking about Pillman Jr. and, and MLW, I don't, I don't yeah. know where my head was at. Uh, I missed. I, I listening back. I, I listened back, and I remember you bringing up MLW, and I was kind of like not paying attention. I, I was probably reading something on my phone or whatever. When you brought up Pillman Junior., I've actually seen him a few times live NDW. at, at yeah. NEW. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, listen, he got he's got the mullet. He's kind of got his younger look of his dad. Um, I think AEW is a good place for him. Uh, I you know there's there's some stuff maybe you could do there. Uh, so you know him coming in there is, is pretty cool. I didn't see the match. I'll have to go back and check it out. But that that to me that's a pretty good get for them. I think he I think he did one of their shows already. I think he was in one of the battle royals. Um, so I don't know I don't know maybe his MLW contracts up and he's looking for work or you know looking elsewhere. But um. You know, maybe he gets maybe he gets a, a shot at Cody's title in one of those uh, challenges or something. But I, you know, I think that's another guy where if AEW really, I don't know, kind of sets back the clock but does it in a new age way, another u- a guy they could utilize in the, in that roster. And the thing is, he's only been wrestling for two years, so he's still new. Yeah, I mean, he's been around. You're, de- you're building and developing a guy. He doesn't have to win right away, you know. You, sl- you slow him down. I'm, I'm, I'm just glad he stopped coming out to Cardi B because he was doing that at first, and I'm like, <laughs> "What are you doing, bro?" 
All right, real quick, you know? let's take it. Let's take a quick sixty-second break. We'll be back. Uh, cool truth. We're on the Cool Truth podcast productions. Um, obviously, also on Retromania. AC White House Edwards. We'll be back in about sixty seconds. All right, we're back. Cool Truth, AC, White House, Edwards, AW, uh, Fighter Fest, uh, Part 2 review show, and uh, and some more. I'm sure we'll get into some more stuff here. But White House, where are we? Uh, card-wise, where are we? All right, now we're going into uh, Marvez telling Swole she can't enter the building. She's been suspended. Um, uh, did anybody else find this kind of weird? Yes. I mean, I, 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 I don't know where this came from, to be honest with you. Um, and I don't know that she handled it all that great either. Um, yeah, it was... Yeah. Fax this is machine. one where I'm like, what is... fax machine? Yeah, <laughs> that's what I was thinking when she said fax machine. I'm like, what are we in? What are we in? Like uh, 2003 here? Like, it, I, yeah, dude. Uh, very. It was kind of a strange segment. Weird. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. And that and that takes us into Nyla Rose with the uh, Page Page and King squash match. But then uh, she gets on the mic. So even though, wait, hell, can I ask a question? Oh, even though this was like a two on one, why were they? Ta- why didn't they just have like a two on one and have her fight both of them? Why were they did the other two doing a tag match? It was so weird. I don't know. I don't know either. Yeah, this, uh, why the hell this they is have to have this. Rolls on it, it, uh, if this is Omega, Omega, come on, man! Like Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> but apparently Dude, she has two a steps forward, three steps back, bro. Like what? that's all I'm saying. Apparently she has a manager, and she's keeping it quiet who it is. I know who it is. Taz? Do you want to know? Mm-hmm. Vicky Guerrero. Mm. That, that will make sense. I think it has to be Vicky Guerrero. 
I, you know, I wouldn't even have thought of that, that but you're probably right. She wants to get back in the game again. Uh, she doesn't want to be with WWE. Mm-hmm. Um, well, Vince fucked her on the podcast after she appeared for AEW, so. Yeah, you know, so she's all set with them, and, you know, this will get her involved in the ladies' division, gets the Guerrero name back in there, uh, you know. Uh, I, got, I got to tell you, too, when she comes out that screaming. Makes sense. When she comes out screaming and Nyla is standing there smiling, yep. I think it, I think it's going to work. If, mm. if, if it's if it's Vicky with with Nyla, that will work because that that will give her definitely that'll definitely give her heat. I mean, Nyla gets heat anyway, but this mm. would this would give her like Defcon heat because Vicky is just a fantastic fucking heel, um, and it gives her that mouthpiece so you don't have to hear Nyla. Uh, because she sucks on the mic, you know. Um, yeah, I think it's I think it's perfect. Um, that would be a perfect choice, you know. And, you guys you know, have any other ideas? Uh, when you, when I, you guys heard it, what'd you think? Uh, who the fuck could it be? You know, um, I was thinking, you know, could be could it be Pen- Penelope uh, as her manager? Yeah, see if that makes sense. Hmm. Uh, you know, that would have been the saw, drizzle. Shit. Saw her. You saw her, not me, not me, not me. But I mean, it could have eased the you know, um That's goofy. That's that goofy chick, AEW shit right that there. Chick from M- that, that chick that everybody's high on in MLW. That young girl who, who's who's uh, forgot her name. But uh, there's this young girl MLW. She's, I don't. She's a wrestler. She's more of a manager. Uh, but everybody seems to be high on her in the wrestling industry. I forgot her name. Their name slips me. Uh, I know um, who you mean. I've heard interviews. Yeah, long, yeah. long block hair. Yeah, yeah. Her, you know, I figured maybe her, but I didn't even think Vicky. But that well, ma- imagine if it was actually her who was the manager. Edwards, oh, her, her? Like her. her, like her. Oh, could you imagine? Well, that would be. Could you imagine like if it was her? her? I mean, she doesn't have a job right now, so it could be her. <laughs> <laughs> could you imagine? <laughs> that would be great. Could you imagine if she walked out? <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> 2016 presidential hopeful. Her. <laughs> oh, Nyla could wear the. the shirt. I'm with her. <laughs> we could bring it back. Uh, anyway, <laughs> what do you think, AC? When she said that, what? Did um, you, I mean, did you think Hillary Clinton right away, or did anybody else pop in your head? No, no, I just thought of that now, to be honest with you. Okay. <laughs> that, that just popped in my head now when you, everybody kept saying her, and I'm like, oh, it could be her. Uh, <laughs> AOC? I mean, no. Um, anyway, uh, dude, I, honestly, I thought maybe it could be a situation where she was joining another faction, or could she join up with a Taz and Cage? Could she join up with a Archer mm-hmm. and Snake? Um, Tully and Spears? I don't know. Uh, I mean, listen, a lot of that could make sense, couldn't make sense, we'll see. But, excuse me. I really, Vic, to me, your Vicky Guerrero idea, which yeah. never popped in my head. It, to me, it's got that's got to be it. That's got to be it. Okay. Yeah, no, that would make sense. Yeah, yeah I thought it immediately. As soon as, as soon as the words came out of the mouth. You know, you know what's funny? Got that it. whole... That whole 30-second her thing, like, four people are going to get that. And two of them are on this show. 
Yep. <laughs> White House, I'll explain it to you later. <laughs> we'll be here all night. <laughs> Stames, oh, is, Stames is driving off the road right now, but nobody, everybody else is like, huh? <laughs> huh? Absolutely. <laughs> That's cool. All right, where are we headed? All right. Uh, we go in the uh, segment backstage. Colt has some uh, some some uh, bruising going on on his ribs. Uh, Bro- Brody Lee, you know, talk him into still wrestling tonight. So that takes us into Dark Order and Colt Cabana versus uh, SCU. And uh, uh, White House, before you get into the match, go ahead. Um, was there an explanation? Like, what did he get jumped? Did Dark Order members yeah. that, like I did I miss something when he was talking there because I I was like how what is going uh, yeah. on yeah yeah I'm with you on that yeah I don't know how he got those bruises man okay okay that, uh, this just, is this is another thing with them sometimes where it's like where's the explanation to why this is happening I I was very confused by this whole thing yeah I, I was and again right. sometimes I miss things because I don't watch Dark so I'm like well did he get jumped on Dark you know did mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe he did because I didn't watch the end of it. Mm. Uh, and Dark okay. Order, uh, I, I thought that I think the Dark Order did wrestle on Dark. Mm, I don't okay. remember, but it could have been ha- it could have happened on Dark. So I, I think I think what what it comes down to is I'm probably going to have to just suck it up and start watching Dark because yeah, it's, I mean I if, think if, we're if, getting to the point now. It's funny I wrote this down in my notes somewhere to, we're gonna, to discuss Dark because. I think we are getting at a point now. At least, you know, fast forward, skim some of the matches to see if anything stands out. But I think they're starting to use dark as that. Which it not it's not necessarily a bad thing. I just it's think not we a bad need. Thing. But having those little flashes, like at least for a few months, saying this is what's happening on dark and making it suck you in. Like they did it once, um, and I called for it before, and they did it once, but. It's like they only did it that one time. Maybe that's what they need to do and be like, hey, this is what's happening on Dark. And even though they're showing it to you now, maybe that gives you the incentive to watch it as opposed to being like, all right, where did this come from? Um, the other the other side of it, which I thought was interesting, and, uh, you know, Evil Uno was back, and you had a large presence of Dark Order at ringside for this one. Which is different than what they've been doing. I mean, they you know, you, you might get one or two guys masked, but it seemed like the whole hierarchy of the Dark Order was at ringside or in the match tonight, which is kind of different than what they've been doing. Maybe maybe we're going to see the elevation with this stuff with Dark Order now. Yeah, I still don't know where Cole Cabana fits in on there. It's, it's weird. We're, Same. Well, Cole, Cole Cabana shouldn't <laughs> be on the show anyway, so I mean... It's uh, weird. It is, man. It is. He sucks. You know, I was he really sucks. into this Dark Order mystery, and then Brody Lee, and then the McMahon stuff happened, and now I see Cole Cabana. I'm like, what are do we? St- do? They really had an opportunity to do something pretty neat here, you know. And now, and now it's like, can I invest myself in Cole Cabana? I can't do it. Every every time it becomes cool, it be, kind of becomes lame. At like, yeah. a week later. Like, every time you're like, all right, here we go, then it's like, ah, oh, really, dude? Yeah, because I'm digging what Brody Lee... When Brody Lee's on the mic, I'm digging it. 
He sounds like a cult leader. I I, I like it. I yeah, but but the way even let, let's be honest, is Cole Cabana really playing this properly? Like he's like his he's selling it like he's still Cole Cabana. But okay, I'll tag with you guys because we're winning. It, it, there's like no, you don't see like an inner struggle. You know what I mean? Where is yeah, he being yeah. brainwashed? Is he not? Like his his whole his whole acting job, so to speak, is fucking atrocious. It it kills the storyline. It's like goofy Cole Cabana ninety nine point nine percent of the time. But then he's well, maybe I should hang with these guys because we're winning. It's it's stupid. I think I would have liked to see when his music hit. Uh, Brody cut it off, and then maybe even jab him in the ribs when he was smiling. Right, like keep you know what, you know what I mean. Like no, you're you're with us now. You're yeah. you're not Cole Cabana anymore. Stop you know being I mean? a goofball, you fucking right. Douche. I think Cole that Cabana just sense, sucks. I, it's just weird, man. It's just weird. Cole Cabana yeah. sucks. There's that too. But I'm, just, I'm putting it out there. He sucks. He's not. He's just not good. You, you listen. There, there's a story to be told here, but you don't have the right guy telling it. That's part of the problem. Mm. Mm-hmm. There's no internal. He's not selling you an internal struggle or anything like that. You know, right. there's, there's nothing. He's goofy Cole Cabana that's tagging with Brody Lee right now. That's all it is. Yeah, that's how I. That's how I'm taking it. That's exactly. That's exactly how I'm taking it. And, and it's just. It's just. It's just weird. You know, because I was digging what the New Order, Dark Order, was doing, and I, and, and then Brody Lee's the guy, like. I look at so many other guys on the roster, you know. Like if they're gonna have a six man tag, I mean, let it let it be Brody Lee with with Evil Uno and um and the other kid that ta- they tagged with tonight. Uh, what the fuck's his name? Stu. Yes. Stu. Yeah, Grayson. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Grayson. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Now, yep. You know, he's good. He's not bad, dude. No, he was good tonight. He 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 he. You, know, you saw some spots from from him tonight. He he was pretty good. Um. The thing, the thing with the, the Cole thing, Cole Cabana thing is, there's other guys in the roster. If you're trying to segue somebody into joining your 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 group, like there's other guys they could pick that I don't know that would kind of you, know, you know you know what it is. I oh, think man. I think that they view Cole Cabana as a big deal in mm. this mm-hmm. in this you know. Hardcore, hardcore. Yeah. yeah, and I think they view him as a big deal. So having him on TV every week, having him in a big program, is a big deal to that fan base because he's oh, he's Cole Cabana. You know what I mean? You know, not listen. I can't. I fucking hate him. Uh, you guys don't. I, I mean, from what I can tell, you guys don't like him that much either. But we're. I, I think have, we're. I, 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 I think. There for him, all right. Either either yeah. way. I, but I think we're in the minority on that. I think he does have a following. I mean, mm. obviously he does, and I think they're they're trying to get that following to watch TV and do everything else. I just don't think what they're doing with him is very good. It's fair. No, he's not very good at what he's doing. I mean, it's, it goes, you know, I think it goes both ways with that. I, I just, again, I, the uh, story's not great, and he's not good telling it. It's it's a it's yeah. a recipe for disaster. You know, let me let me ask you this, AC. If uh, I like the fact that they're. All right, at least they're sticking to the storyline of they have to be losers, right? Because that's that's the gimmick. You know, you, you're a loser, you come join us. Yeah. What if they put in Janela instead of Cabana? Would it be. I, I'm okay with that. 
what do you guys would it or would it be as bad? I would be interested to see where they go uh, with that. Cut Janela. See, hair. see, here's the thing though. You know I don't. I, mean? yeah, I don't. So, but yeah. I, I don't think anybody views it as a big deal though. I think. I think they. I think their their read on their fan base is the Cole Cabana thing is a bigger deal because he's Cole Cabana and when we're in Chicago they all love him and he gets a huge pop and everything else. I, I don't think they view Janela the same on that level. You know what I mean? Okay. Would it yeah, be better? Yeah. Would it be better? Probably. Um, would Janela sell it better? Definitely. Uh, but I don't think they view it as big a deal, though. That's you know. Yeah, you're see, probably right. Yeah, I would right. almost, I would almost venture to say, like you know, we talked about last week, where like at Scorpio Sky did the turn, where you know, where it'd be uh, you know that would be, uh, yeah. you know, although again, you got to have some babies too. But mm-hmm. and I and I again, I think SCU now that they're all wrestling again, I think they're probably headed in that six man direction and it looks like the inner are you know it looks like the um it looks like the uh um shit dark order sorry i I kept trying to call them the inner circle the dark order is headed into that six-man direction you know what i mean it's just like you can almost see it coming and here's the name i'll throw out to you not to cut you off you see here's the, no, go ahead, this go one ahead. for for storyline purposes you could do so much with it i think qt marshall I mean, again, though, is is he is he moving a needle for you, though? Like, yeah. you know, that's the it, thing. Like, no, but it, it goes with those type of guys that Brody. Lee right. Yeah, but see, right. I I agree, but I I don't think they they don't view Cabana. They view Cabana above that level, though. You know, yeah, that's right, that's what right. I'm saying. Yeah. No, yeah, you're, you're right, right. but. Yeah. I just think that you could do stuff with the Nightmare fan. No, no, no. I agree. I think I think there's like guys. I think there's guys they could steal, steal and turn them who might not be happy, who feel uh, marginalized or whatever. Great, but but the Cabana thing is they're trying to take a guy that they think is one of their you know marquee draws, maybe not a level draw, but maybe a B level draw, and they're trying to. Do something with him. I just don't think it's yeah. very good. You know what I mean? No, it's not good. It's not. I just, but I agree. Like, like, if you're telling me they're gonna steal a QT Marshall and he's gonna turn on the Nightmare Family, you're telling me you're gonna steal a Janelle. He's gonna do this. You're telling me they're you know whoever. There's there's a bunch of names we could we could probably think of. Right. Um. I I, I but th- to me it's just Cabana's. They view Cabana on a different level than those guys. It's it's clear That's the best they way to say it. Yep. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I don't even I don't even say Luchasaurus, man. You know, I'm just, that would be pretty cool. You know, those are my two top guys. That would be cool. That'd that be was the two I was thinking of. That'd be some. It would be something different. And again, that's a guy that I think you could say like is probably you know. Fan, oh, you know, fan base I wise. I want to see that now, White House. <laughs> fan, I want to fan... see him at the right hand of Brody. Yeah, man. Oh. I mean, dude. Being evil. That would be cool. Yes. That would be really cool. And, and, you got, and he'd probably you got be better Brody at telling this story. And you got Brody Lee and Luchasaurus as a tag team. Not even not even trio. They go in a tag team division. Mm, maybe, yeah. Man. Yeah, that's a good idea. I like it. You know, because I, I, I like the story of the... Of that, you, you get you 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 take you, if it was QT, you take QT and Dark again, Order. You haven't seen of, QT Marshall on TV get, for four weeks, right? <laughs> you you well, know, know what I mean. But my point was, this is how you get Cody out of the American Nightmare family 
is you had a dark order taking one and 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 just they all go their separate ways after the storyline and that separates Cody from the family. My one, my one, his thing. I don't know. I was just. Was my one thing, though, my the one thing is without without Cody, there isn't there isn't a nightmare family. The nightmare family is his deal, and right, but, you're also talking about a guy who he tattooed it on his neck. It's it's on a, the hood of his truck. You, you know, like this is his deal. See, and, and that's the one thing. Like I don't where I don't see him becoming like a hor- a new horseman. Uh, is because he's he. I don't even know if they're gonna call him. I, I, I but yeah. I, right, right. But I feel like he's married to this nightmare family situation. I mean, it's obvious he is. They have right. gear. They have neck tattoos. Right. You know, all these guys, different guys coming out. His wife and his wrestlers and his brother and, and Diamond Dallas Page and you know all these guys. You know what I'm saying? Like to me, that that's Cody's deal. He's no longer the elite. He's no longer anybody else. He's Cody. He's nightmare family. That's his. That's his shtick. I, I. I mean, I. To me, to go from that to like putting together horseman family. I. I mean, it, to me, it's just a stretch. Now, is there a way he could get there? Probably. Uh, see, to me, me, it's just a stretch. I don't want to see it because I liked. I like the the history, the 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 of of the horsemen, and they were a thorn in dusty side. Just as the, I want this version of it to, to be a be thorn in Cody's side, in Cody's side, and it makes you know, sense from some I of the guys it. you're putting in I it. See it. Plus, you know, is it is it MJF like the perfect flair type dude, guy? MJF, where MJF, not even that. You had MJF turn on Cody. You had the chairman of the board turn on Cody. I mean, and you could have FTR do the same thing. Turn on Cody. They're in a six minute tag together, or. They're they're doing something together, and FTR just takes a chair and hits Cody. God, and what, everybody's what a six man tag. It drives me crazy. No, I'm just saying in the match. I'm not saying. I know, I know. I'm, I'm fucking with you. <laughs> you know, right? I, you know, I'm just saying. However, you get those parties together, and Cody takes a chair. And what? All right, I mean, a beat a beatdown would work. Right. Whatever. But, I'm, but what do all four have in common? They all turned on Cody. Right. You know, that's kind of how. You know, I envision in my head, but I also see the other side of the coin too, where Cody could be that mouthpiece, and he's doing something different than what his father did. You know, it's yeah, that's go that's either the, way. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. But I don't, I don't think he's going to do it. I think he's going to pair. I think he's trying to parallel what his father did. I think the the reason I brought that up with Cody was because like it's so obvious, right? Like it with is. MJF, he's it's so uh, the four are a, right there. The, the, the four is right there. But it's just you see. I mean, I, I think that's the point. I mean, don't they they track their social media? They track what people are saying, and they're probably teasing it, and are probably saying to themselves, like, are, you know, are they are they catching what we're throwing down here? Is this going to be well, a thing? You know, you, know? you could also say that that aren't brainwashed Cody to be different than Dusty. Like, there's so many mm. things they they can do that Tully gets a hold. Tully gets back together with Arn. They kind of brainwash Cody into forgiving Spears, and you got that forgiveness happening, and then they segue into FTR. Like, you can go different directions, and it will make sense. You know, but um, you know, I just, I just, you know, I just... But I'll, I'll, throw, I'll, throw, another, I'll throw another part of it to you, too. Now you're, take, you're taking 
another baby, turning them heel, and they have no babies. So, I mean, again, here you go again. Well, let me ask you this question. Why do they have to be heel? FTR's not heel right now. Is it going to work with them being babies, though? That's going to set up the turn, though. I think think they're heel or faces right now because they're going to turn. Going to be turned. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. But here's the thing. Yes. If you turn Cody, you know, uh, who's to say that you get turned? You can't turn. You can't turn Cage into a face. Uh, you can't turn around and, um, you know, flip Pac and, and the, the Luchas. You know, they constantly go back and forth. Um, uh, and who say you're not bringing somebody else in in the picture? Yeah. I mean, EC EC3's last promo. If that didn't scream AEW in it. I don't know what it does. I mean, did it, it, it scream AEW? It was an AEW promo. I mean, come on. I mean, he, sorry, he literally he, he, literally, he literally utilized the entire roster and the logo. It was pretty fucking cool how he... Yeah, it was. Yeah, but do, cool. we, do we have confirmation that this is legit, that he's coming, or what? what it, no, it's just doing his 30 days. He's doing his 90 days, you know? He's just trying to remain... Uh, he's trying to remain out there, and, you know, not forgotten. I, yeah, but I mean, how long ago was the? I mean, how long ago they? That's got to be close. Like, that's uh, got to be close. Gotta, yeah, he's got to be close. I know it's. I know it's been two months. That much I do. At know. least, at you least. Know, well, um, um, the the good brothers are. Bro, it's July. It's July. They right. these guys got let go in like May. Right, so we're getting close. Ninety or days. April. So I don't know. It's got to be close. If it's May, you're looking at August. If it was April, you're looking about right about now. Hang on, I'm gonna look. I'm yeah. gonna look it up right now. So well, are you, you looking? You, have you to were gonna say the Good Brothers, right? They, yes, the Good Brothers announced they're going to Impact. Right. Um, but I don't see EC3 going back there. You know, he, he was released on April fifteenth. So that, then you got another week. Yeah. He's Next up. Week. He's up. Next, Next week, week he's up. There you go. Could you see EC3 make his debut at, at at the Fallen? Fight for the Fallen. Yeah, next week is the 15th, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. EC3 makes sense for AEW in so many ways. As a heel or a babyface. EC3 fits at what AEW's doing. I don't see him going back to Impact. And I know he left on good terms. Mm-hmm. I don't see him going back there. I, I just don't. That's going backwards. I'll tell you what, too. Initially, when EC3 got cut, I thought, eh, do they really want him in AEW? Because MJF is there. And they're similar, right? But that this promo he character? cut. That promo? That's... he Yeah, his new promo? Oh, oh give me EC3, give me that. That's, that's the new... That's, and that's the EC3... So his his they ninety days would be Tuesday. His ninety days would be Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah. So Wednesday he could be at fight for the fallen. That would be, dude. I'll, I'll, my dick will get hurt. I've no homo. <laughs> no homo. No homo. But, but I do. That guy's so good. He just needs to be in the right place. Mm-hmm. When is Slamversary? Uh, the eighteenth. See that. See. Mm. I think it's the 18th or 19th. It's it's next weekend. Next, it's Coming next, up, next weekend. Yeah, it's it's week from this Sunday. But I don't see. I just 
I think you're going to see the Good Brothers show up this anniversary. Yes. Hopefully, aces and eights oriented. It's That's the yeah. It's the it's the eighteenth. Yeah. It's the eighteenth. Yeah, yeah. And, and if they do that, uh, uh, oh boy, that <laughs> you talk you talk about a group that was so not. But don't used, don't right? you think Tony Khan okay, would have sorry. like a problem with him using? Like it's one thing for him to like say all the names and use it in his promo, but he used the AEW like logo. They had to be in on it. Well, they or they had to at least at, uh, they had to at least Approve say, it, "Yeah, right? go ahead and yeah, use the yeah. logo." Right? Right. I would think. Two. There's two things that make sense to me right now as a wrestling fan, dude. Could you bring him in as a baby, even though he's like, I think you could. You I could if you had a Easy. live. If you brought him onto a live crowd, you'd get a pop. So if I think you t- could bring him in as t- a baby. If he did that promo to a crowd, that crowd was going to pop the hell out of it. It crazy. The two there's two things that make sense to me. It fits like a glove right now. EC3 joint signing with AEW, and Mike Bennett going back, reuniting with Matt Taven, and reforming a new version of the Kingdom. See, I, have, I, I have a funny Those feeling. Those two fucking things make sense to me. I, I have a funny feeling you're going to see Bennett somewhere before that. So that's just me. That's just a funny feeling. <laughs> a funny feeling, he says. I just have a funny feeling you're going to see him before. I think you're going to see him somewhere before Ring of Honor comes back. Oh, probably. It could be New Japan. It could be this this America New Japan thing there. They're doing on Friday nights. Give me that. Yeah, I'm just saying. I, I think it's going to happen before Ring of Honor comes back. That's all I'm saying. Mm. So you know something, you're just not saying something. That's what that. Yeah, I don't know that's anything. A funny feeling. What do I know? What do I know? I don't know anything. Come what on. did you hear? <laughs> come on. I don't, I'm just speculating. He's speculating right now. He has funny feelings and speculation. <laughs> that's all he could say. Listen, but, my track record about being right about Mike Bennett has been... It's pretty good. I'd say it's solid, 100%, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. I don't know. I remember. <laughs> I, oh, man. Yo, remember, 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 remember how everybody, remember how everybody said I was wrong about him debuting on the main roster? Yeah, I remember that too. Mm-hmm. I remember that too. That was so stupid. Well, either I, I, I mean, I didn't love how they did it, but I told I, I said it was going to happen, and I like, and I, I said it in a Facebook group. Like, you're, you're wrong. He's going to be in NXT. Blah blah blah. You don't know what you're talking That's about. That's where he should have been. That's where he should have been. E- either way, I had solid information that that was not the case. I know, um, but he should have. Well, I'm, I'm not talking about what he should have happened or shouldn't have. I'm just, just saying, saying that saying. I had solid information to the contrary, and everybody told me I was wrong. So what solid information? So what solid I, information do you have now? None, zero, nothing. You're just guessing. I'm guessing, 100. percent I'm not lying. I'm guessing. Yeah. I, well, I am. I'm just. I'm. I'm. Uh, certain things. Me, certain things me, that I see point me in a direction that 
makes me think that we're going to see Mike Bennett before no, Ring I, I, of Honor I agree, comes back. You're wrong. But, but what I'm saying is, you. Have I, I mean, I can ask. I can. A, I can ask certain people. I just haven't asked. Well, here's the thing. Because here's my mindset. You have Vinny doing his fucking great thing with his new group, mm-hmm. kicking the shit out of Matt Taven. Mm-hmm. All so you know. You got Mike Bennett coming back to save the day. They're going to reform their kingdom thing. I don't Maybe know. Add a, you know, you you do see the writing on the wall on that, right? I, I mean, I don't see the writing on the wall. I see that. I don't think it would be a bad thing. I think it would be good. I just I have a feeling that you're going to see him and Maria before that. That's all I'm saying. And uh, you know, Edwards Edwards brought Edwards brought up the idea the the wild horse who's been MIA for months. About a year now, it seems like. Um, could could Bennett be uh, revamping the Wild Horse somewhere? You never know. Never know. A lot of things. A lot of but, things but can see, happen. You're being so vague. You have an idea in your mind where it is. You're just not saying it. Because you're being very vague deliberately. <laughs> I, I guess. I just. I'll put it to you this way. I don't think it's Ring of Honor. Right, because they're not doing anything anytime soon. Right, so, and I think they're going to be somewhere before that. Yeah, but I think it's. I think they're going to be somewhere before that. New Japan. I mean, if it's New Japan, it would play into them being able to do Ring of Honor. I would think. AEW. You think he's going back to Impact? I, I don't know. You have an idea. So full of shit. I, I don't know. Right. I, 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 I just can't. I'll, I'll put it to you this way. Somebody asked him to bring back the prodigy Mike Bennett, and he made it sound like he was too old to be the prodigy. So maybe we'll get the miracle. I think I think we might get the miracle. We could get the miracle. See, I don't think the miracle fits in what Impact is doing, though. You think? I don't know. I got I to gotta watch more of Impact and see what happens. I'll tell, I'll tell you this, though. The the one company that let him be him was Impact. MLW. MLW. Was, was Impact. And it was when... It, it, it Obviously, it was when... Um, uh, what's his name was there? Uh, Edwards, help me out. Smashing Pumpkins. Billy Corgan. Corrigan, yes. Did we lose Edwards? No. 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 No, we didn't. Oh, he um, ran, he, yeah, he, went, he ran to the bathroom or something. He'll be right back. Yeah. So, oh, Billy Corgan, I mean, obviously that's uh, NWA. Um, uh, is, is NWA doing anything soon? I don't think they are either, uh, are they? Well, the vice president just resigned because of this uh, talk, speak up, uh, speak up thing. So, I think they're trying to figure their shit out at the moment. Um, but they haven't started doing their tapings yet. I think they're waiting just a little bit longer mm-hmm. because G- Georgia's gone back into spiking again. So in Atlanta, well, Atlanta's burning itself to the ground over stupidity, but I digress. Um, so you got to figure all that shit out, I think. So I think they're still waiting. But uh, Mike Bennett and MLW, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I mean... I guess MLW that would make is sense. It, is it, I, I, I would think him to do something bigger though. No, they're trying to get bigger. 
They got uh, uh, court. Court is trying to do some things, man. He's trying to see. Make I, see, this is the thing. As I, I don't. I think Bennett would take on a project in the right scenario. I, I don't. I'm not saying he wouldn't. Uh, but also, I, I, I mean, they, you know, they got two young kids now. How much do they really want to travel? Uh, MLW makes sense. NWA. Yeah, yeah NWA, MLW, like you said, New Japan with the, with the twist. Ring of the, Honor, yeah. into Ring of Honor. Um, I mean, listen, I think I think in the right circumstance, there would be a benefit to AEW too. Uh, both of them. Oh hell to the yes. So I, you know, is that a possibility? Maybe. Uh, we'll see. I mean, well, I see. I, I think I think wherever they're going to go, if. You use them right. I think they're going to be I, both of them. I think they're going to be a benefit to wherever they go. I just want to see the kingdom form again with with Bennett and. Uh, no, I think I, I I I'm not I'm not against that. I think it would be that's I think just, it would be cool. That's just me having a nostalgic moment. That's all. yes. That's I mean, and you know, maybe maybe that will happen down the road. I, I, I my my gut tells me we're going to see them before that though. Whether it's a one off or. You know, a short-term thing before Ring of Honor comes back. That that may very well be true. Also, I mean, listen, AEW is not opposed to bringing people in for you know a one-off or one or. I mean, right. listen, they they brought Cobb. right, right, perfect example. They brought in Cobb for the one match, and we haven't seen him since. So uh, they're they're not opposed to doing things like that. So I guess we'll see. So now we go right after the match. We go into a. Uh... They announced four matches for next week. Fight for the Fallen. You got Cody defending. You got the Lucha Brothers versus FTR. You got your match, brother. You got the Elites. You got the Elites. And 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 I'm going to announce the card, and I want to go back to this Elite thing for a minute. You mm-hmm. got the Elite versus Jurassic Express, and in the main event we get. We got finally we're here, Cage and Mox. Wait, wait, hold on. Read that. Read that card to me again. We have four matches announced for Fight for the Fallen. Okay. So far, only four, but you have to think there probably but, be one or two more. Oh yeah, okay? may, maybe or maybe they're just gonna go with four. We'll see. All right. So these four, Cody is defending. Mm-hmm. FTR is wrestling the Lucha Brothers. It's mm-hmm. gonna be great. Yep. The Elite versus Jurassic Express. The Elite, so it's Omega and the Bucks? Yes. Okay. And in your main event, Cage and Mox. I mean, is that, re- is that really a match? What? <laughs> the Elite versus Jurassic Express. Don't get me fucking started, dude. You got do the we get fucking the- tag team. You got do do we got to watch Marco fucking stunt again? Do- Why am I watching Marco fucking stunt again? <laughs> And you don't even have the tag team champs defending their titles. Oh, God. Oh, my fucking God. Ugh, come on. Tony Khan. Come on, bro. But I'll tell you what, though. Those four matches, nothing. And again, I know. So we have, we, have a, we, have an, we have an open challenge for Cody? Yeah. Vinny? That'd Maybe. be sweet. Might need a miracle. Might need a miracle, man. <laughs> I'd, rather, I'd rather Vinny at this point. <laughs> EC3 makes his debut. Yeah. 
Honestly, though, do you want to put them in Cody in a losing situation? No. Any no, of them? No. That'll be the fourth time they've done that with a new person. No. Right. Yo, can Vinny come in under Jake's tutelage? Dude, oh, dude, how great would that be? That would be unbelievable. How about Vinny just brings the whole horror fi- Yeah, the whole horror family. Yeah, oh, yeah. How Jake great could, would that be? Jake can manage that, man. And, and White House, our, I got to tell Honestly, though, if I'm ROH, I'm not letting him leave. No, I'm neither am I. Yeah, yeah. And they're going to bring me back, White House, because this guy over here uh, started filling my phone with Vinny footage. Yep. And I'm like, holy shit, because I've been tuned out of ROH for a while. I knew. Like, I I'm, knew. I'm in because of him, dude. I, I knew if anything. Hang, real quick. I yeah. knew if anything was going to get him back to ROH, it was that Vinny. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, you did. Because that's right up your alley, dude. Yep, yep. So let me tell you a funny story, Edwards. Uh, uh, okay. AC's heard this one. Um, so you remember you, you, the, the, the show back in February was the first show ROH put on as um, with uh, What's-His-Face Marty as the lead booker. That okay. free show they did in Baltimore. Okay. Okay, they did that free show, the free pay-per-view for Honor Club in Baltimore. So we get there. We get there. We get there pretty early. We're no line to get the doors open. And they're at the merch table right in front of the doors. And they let Honor Club members in early access to get autographs from different wrestlers. And friends of Bobby Cruz. Just there are already people in there. We, no, we didn't. We, I, <laughs> I I'm joking. And, and, and so, so I got my. So I'm at the merch table, right? And I got my two boys. We're looking at different stuff, dude. All of a sudden, right? You see Matt Taven, Vinny, and his Vinny and his horror family put Matt Taven through a fucking table, right? I got my five and three year old saw it up mm. close and personal, freaked them out. Dude, That's so awesome. Weird. Security wasn't even in on it, so security <laughs> is rushing down there to break this up. Right? Oh, that was Vinny and Taven. Vinny and Taven booked yes. that themselves for sure. That's and, awesome. And security wasn't in on it, right? I got Jackson and Aiden crying, right? <laughs> they run right, and their mother, uh, their mother's by the door, so they run back to Andrea. They're crying, and hey, Maddie Leon, Mandy, and Mandy. Ma- Man, sorry, Mandy Leon and Angelina Love saw this happen to my two boys. Okay. Dude, I, my two boys were my heroes for the rest of the night. They got hugs. <laughs> they got kisses. They got little toys. They were nice. kissing on them, hugging on them. And nice. so our, our seats, we had the last row on the floor. And our seats were near where the commentators were so they come out during the ladies match and they're talking they're talking to uh rika shabroni whatever his name is and the color guy there uh ian riccaboni ian Ian riccaboni yeah yeah and and and, um and the color commentary guy so they're talking to them and all of a sudden jackson gets on top of his chair and starts starts yelling angelina angelina she after she's done, she turns around, gets down on her chair, comes up to him, her and Mandy, asking how they're doing. Are they still? Are they okay now? And 
and they were saying thank you, thank you, thank That's you. That's great. Hey, I had about thirty guys looking at my kids, <laughs> jealous of them. Dude, I will, I will tell, I will tell you this from personal experience. And uh, Mandy, Mandy Leone is the yes. fucking bomb. Ma- Mandy Leone is one of the great people you would meet in pro wrestling. I will, from personal Mandy. experience. Her, her and her mom took a liking to Jazz when Jazz was younger, obviously younger than she is now. Go all because when Mandy when Mandy went to indie shows, her roadie taking the pictures was her mom. So Mandy's, you know, oh if yeah, I, yeah, you had a if, good relationship with her, right? With, yeah, yeah. If oh, I, yeah, oh, yeah. I, I went, I went to a show where Jazz couldn't make it. I went by myself and I walked in, and Mandy and her mom are like. Where's Jazz? Like, why are you here? Like, why are you at a show without her? You know what I mean? Like, so I'm yeah, like yeah. texting Jazz. I'm like, Mandy and her mom are looking for you. You know what I mean? Like, oh uh, no, they like really, really good people. Like, they're awesome. That's, cool. they're, That's awesome. The way they made my boys. Oh my god! Like, like my 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 five year olds. Like, he loves wrestling, and but that just freaked him out. He saw that up close. Wait, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, yeah. Let, let's yeah. let's explain this properly. His five-year-old doesn't just love wrestling. I'm sitting on this fucking guy's couch, and his five-year-old comes over. He's got book bags, pillowcases. He's pulling WWE title belts out. You know, you know, figures of Stone Cold. You know, telling me how much he loves Okada. This and, and here's the other: the little son of a bitch. I love him to death, but he doesn't like the fucking Rock. I don't understand. He like he loves everybody, but he doesn't like the Rock. He likes Dude, we were in a restaurant one night, and I'm trying him to get the rock, to watch the rock videos, and he's like, "Yeah, no, nah, I'm good." I'm like, "Oh, you son of a bitch!" <laughs> <laughs> no, but this kid knows our he knows ROH wrestlers, New Japan wrestler, like this. Like, dude, when we were kids, it was like Hogan, Warrior, Macho. Right. You know, yeah. this kid is like. Rainmaker, Rainmaker, you know what I mean? Like, That's dude, awesome. how, how many kids dude, are fucking screaming for a Rainmaker? Yeah, true. <laughs> That's awesome. And so, <laughs> so, uh, so, 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 Mandy and and Angelina, they just, uh, yeah, they, they're. I had I had thirty year old, forty year old guys just being. The oh, end, I can imagine. You know, it was just, it was yeah. just, and and it's funny that you bring up Vinny because. I wasn't. I didn't know what. I didn't know how to expect him with his new group, but then seeing it live, like the hearing his music, hearing his theme, and that's the thing. Like I, I don't go to a whole lot of events. I, I go to, I go to occasion. Occasionally, I'll go, good events. But what sold me on Vinny's horror show was seeing it live, man, and just yeah. snapping of the fingers. Everybody doing well, it. Dude, it was Bray Wyatt like. Yeah. With the, thing- with, with the fireflies, man. Bray, it's right. just so fucking good. That's the thing, awesome. the thing with Vinny, I'm so I'm so happy about. He's coming into his own with his own like faction. Mm-hmm. It's obviously in 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 New England where we are. We've known Vinny Marcellia for a decade now. You know you know what I'm saying? Um mm-hmm. Different, you know, different gimmicks, different stuff on the indies. A couple different runs with Ring of Honor that didn't totally work out. And then he he fell off the scene for like a year. And then all of a sudden, when when uh, and I, I've talked about this on many podcasts, 
when XWA did their XWA versus ROH year long feud, which I mean, I get, I, I get, I should probably do a, a whole like flashback show on it because it was so good. But Vinny came back in the middle of that and was kind of on the XWA side, and Bobby's like, "You used to be in Ring of Honor, you should be with us." Blah 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 blah. And then coming out of that, he had he had a spring and summer run with TK, which Edwards mm-hmm. you. You saw that, you know, when That's they went to PA. That's my first P- NEW match I saw, yep. Yeah, when they went to PA, and, you know, obviously I'm like, who do you, yeah, who, who do you watch? Uh, watch Vinny, TK, but they opened the show. There you go, perfect. You know what I mean? So they were doing a big run up and down the Northeast uh, during that time. And Vinny, you know, he, it was almost like he was always really good, but, you know, he came in. He came back to Ring of Honor with this new kingdom, and he was Taven's guy. And, he, and, and really, and, and the way you think about it, and what they probably wanted to do with TK, Vinny was like the third guy. You know what I mean? But now here you go. This is this is Vinny's first shot with a faction as his guy. And what I'll tell you is, this horror king thing comes from him. And I'll tell you, I know this because he's a huge horror film buff. When when I yeah. so when I interviewed Vinny, the interview was like an hour. Him and I were on the phone for two hours, maybe more. We were on the phone for like forty five minutes before he interviewed. Then we did the interview, and then we went on the phone for half an hour after. And we were actually making plans to do a show and just talk about horror movies. And there, it, we, it didn't materialize for whatever reason. But dude, like we we were literally talking about that, and I was like, bro, like. I keep following you on social media. I notice you like love horror movies, and my daughter loves horror movies. So all these movies he's and, and movies that I've seen, and I like horror movies too. So we're like we're talking about. It. He's like, yeah, dude. Like, and if you if you look at Vinny's tattoos, mm-hmm. like seventy five percent of his tattoos are based off horror movies, like Lost right. Boys, and so this is to me somebody finally let him like grab a gimmick and run with it. Yeah, and it just you know, it just that's, works. That's the thing, man. And I'll say I'll say this for White House for your benefit because I think AC, I told you about this many times. Well, I've mentioned it many times, but around here where I'm at, it's like all right. So I'm maybe an hour and a half away from Allentown. All right, and okay. we got we're in Samoan territory up here. So <laughs> I got off of Junior. I got Lance. I got yeah, Sam. Yeah, yeah. You know, so they have the training facility in Allentown. They put on good shows, and they come up my way once in a while, usually once a year. So I usually get to see a show once a year. But other than that, man, the indies are kind of ugh. You can't go wrong you, with you Samoans. You know what you're going to get. You cannot go wrong so, with Samoans. You can't. You really can't. So <laughs> NEW comes to uh, Williamsport, where they play the Little League World Series. It was their. Yeah. It was their. Uh, it, it's their. It's their summer. Wrestling Under the Stars Stadium Wrestling Under tour. the Stars. That's yeah. what it was. Yeah. So yeah. I'm paying. I'm by myself. I'm paying. And as I'm paying to get in, because I, I was running a little bit late, first match starts, and I'm hearing over the, the loudspeaker, best around. And I'm like, oh, shit, that's TK. <laughs> yeah, you So do. I'm like, I'm power walking up the ramp, right? <laughs> I go take a seat, and I'm like, within, uh, I don't know, 10 seconds. TK and Vinny are wrestling, and I'm like, oh, shit, this is legit, yeah. right? Like, these guys are legit, and they're opening this show. No, AC it's, was right. And to be, and to be <laughs> fair, uh, TK, at that point, had been wrestling for, like, 
a little over a year. A year? If that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I mean, because he came when he came on my show, he he wasn't even in the game for a year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Yeah, um, and they did some really good like you know, they were back and forth. They did a little mat wrestling. They got up. They were doing some, you know, pro wrestling, quote unquote. I'm like, these guys are fucking legit, man. And ever since then, of course, AC's doing the interviews, all these kingdom guys. And I started following and on Twitter, you know, so I see Vinny's a horror fan, which, you know, I gravitate to. <laughs> and now he sends me all this stuff, you know, I guess pre-covid right you know, yeah it was it was yeah it was like, like right before they shut down and this is right the thing it was right like right before yeah and i'm like this is the shit that we <laughs> we mentioned aces and eights right like i love yeah. the wrestling companies they used to do it all the time they would take something from actual pop culture or something that's you know legitimately out there outside the wrestling bubble and they apply it to wrestling mm. it's yeah. obvious you you look at Vinny and you see a rob zombie movie yep yeah but, but, yeah, okay, great. I love that shit, man. Yeah, I man. love that shit. I love when wrestling comes Like, I, I see I see Vinny driving the car in, like, the closing scene of uh, of uh, Devil's Rejects. You know what I Absolute, mean? Like Yes. Perfect. You know, and, and it was funny because, obviously, it had gone on for a few months, and I never sent it to you. And it was like, I was literally, like, laying in bed that night, no homo. And I'm like, I was watching, I was watching a Vinny promo, and I'm like, I'm gonna send this to Edwards, and you're like, this is fantastic. And I'm like, I even in my head, I'm like, wait a minute, I never fucking told him Vinny's doing this. Nope. So then I just started sending him shit, and he's like, I might have to start watching turn ROH happened. again, bro. Because <laughs> the turn, the turn happened. The turn happened. I want. I think it was around November. Oh no, I sent him right. I I sent him the uh, the turn on Taven and. When he cut his yeah. head open, yeah, I sent him all that. Because in December, they had their they had their pay per view in December in Baltimore. I was there, and that was the first night that I saw. Like I already knew the Vinny turn and Vinny doing his thing, but I saw the group together for the first time. Yeah, the music and everything. The whole kit and caboodle was in mm. that was when he came out in in, in December. And then you saw some of his stuff in January. He comes out again, and and then in, in, in February he was in a tag team match. And uh, dude, man, you got got to see the entrance, man. You got yeah, you so got to hear the oh god, everybody's snapping their fingers, <laughs> dude. So fucking cool, man. So good. And and, and then I, I saw I wasn't sold. I wasn't sold on Vinny in the Kingdom. Because it just, just like he didn't fit the king. Right, I agree. I agree. Right, Vinny, right. Vinny wasn't the guy that fit the king. And then I saw, I saw Vinny uh, late January, early February uh, at at the NEW show in Waterbury, um, which got moved to a bigger arena. It was, it was the, the card was insane. Um, but they did uh, Vinny versus Marty at the show, and you know, uh, Vinny, Marty, and Flip were all at the same table. Dude, Vinny, like. With the hair, he had on like the cowboy boots and the tight jeans and the button down. I'm like, yo, this motherfucker's living this gimmick right now. Like, it was <laughs> awesome, dude. It was awesome. As much as I love Marty, I I, I almost wanted Vinny to win. You know what I mean? Because I'm like, mm-hmm. Vinny's living this gimmick. I was so good. Yeah, man. And, and I'll tell you this right now. There, I'm gonna say it one more time because I, I know I've said this on shows before, dude. 
this is the one thing about Vinny. Vinny is one of the nicest guys you will ever meet in pro wrestling. Yeah, I had a chance to meet him. Dude, he's very, he he's is cool he is such a good fucking guy. Like, he, I'm, I'm like glad legit. you just said that because I'm glad you just said that because I was just thinking about TK too. You know, I had the pleasure of recording a podcast for you and TK Orion. Yeah, man. What a nice freaking guy that he is, man. Yeah, yeah. I can I, I don't you got a good thing going on up there. For real. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, nice and I you too. know, I'll tell you Flip Flip's a great guy fucking, you know, fought for the country and everything, you know. Yeah. All these guys. All these guys. Yeah. You know, yeah. listen, there's a few assholes too, but I I I kind of gravitate toward the guys I think they're just good guys, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Dude, Vinny is legitimately a really yeah, good man. guy. I, I can't get enough of this. I can't, and and I and, and I'm digging what Ring of Honor is doing right now. Anyway, again, I'm a homer. Yeah, I know. So what? But I like the factions they're doing. The factions they they got going on makes sense. You know, Marty got his little group going on. You got uh, you know Ingenobles going international again with nice. an Ameri- with an American version. You know, and. Don't don't say it. it's a copycat of Japan because it's not. Because Woosh is an original Woosh. fucking member. That's right. He's Woosh an original is. fucking member who took his Mexican. Well, it's like it's faction. like the Mexican faction and the Japan faction is really what it is. Well, now it's an American faction. Los Ingrenobles. American birds. No, I know, American but but they're all but they're all Mexican guys though. You know. Well, no, Kenny King's not Mexican. Oh, that, yeah, that's true. I guess he's yeah, the third right. member. He's the third member, man. Yeah. It's oh, almost so like did... it's like Bullet Club Japan and Bullet Club Ring of Honor. It's you know, the same a, difference. I have a question yeah. for you guys. I'm a, a huge Roosh guy, so don't don't shit on Roosh, man. I fuck could go. You love so, he loves Roosh. He he loves Mexicans that have no gimmick that just wrestle. <laughs> He's pretty good though. But he is Roosh good. He is playing. good. I, it's just the other. It's the oh, other part. It's down. it's the other part of it though that I, I, it's it, it's, you leave something to be desired for me as a wrestling fan. That other part isn't as important as if you can actually. Wrestle. No, that's dude. That's fine. That's fine. I agree. So we we mentioned uh, the Good Brothers going back to Impact. Yeah, and we mentioned Aces and Eights, and we blew over that. I don't know if you want to get into an Aces oh, and Eights conversation, but all right, I so read, I could. All day. I, Go for okay. it, bro. Go for it. All right, hang on before I get there. Because I had a question. question I had a question for you guys too, so this will play into it. Perfect. Okay, I read that Impact is allowing them to work in Japan. Yes, I, don't I know read if that's true. I, re- okay. I read that. I read that also. If that's the case, can we maybe see them possibly just like what you guys were talking about? Could Aces and Eights in Impact become? Some kind of uh, mm. collaboration with the bullet. Wow. I didn't even. Back. I didn't even think of that. We, but it, but then you get an aces and eights. Or or the mm. or are the are are they going to bring like an aces and eights to Japan? That's going to battle the Bullet Club because the Bullet Club is mm. done doing that with Fale and and uh, and in uh, you know and uh, what, you know uh, Tamatanga and these guys. Where they're like, listen, we're Bullet Club, we're New Japan, we're Bullet Club. You're you're something else. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But my my question mm-hmm. for you guys before I forget was, uh, number one, are you guys down to watch Slam Anniversary? And if you are, are you down to do a post show? 
Uh, I was on the fence. I mean, I could definitely. I'm down, dude. It's wrestling, man. I, 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 I could go. Man. I just, I, you know, that you know, it's, do we have? You know, I'm, I'm curious to see. You know, uh, people are interested in, in, in impact where they are. You know, no, I mean? that's uh, that's honestly that's why that was my thought behind it was do we do we jump on it and see if this is something else we can cover or not? You know. I'm down. I'm down. I'm down. Dude, this is one thing. I feel like they Slammiversary, they always deliver. I watch it every year, and I'm never disappointed. And I I, I, I signed up for I, I signed up for Impact Plus, so I'm going to watch the last few weeks and get caught up um, in the next few days here and get ready for Slammiversary and, and what they have. But, dude, Ace and Nate's coming up, uh, Bullies mm-hmm. Free, uh, you know, what... I just want to see what they have to come up with. I mean, um, Black Slam Impact S- Plus air. The, do they air their uh, pay per views on Impact Plus? Uh, you know what? I or don't, stream, I should say. Do they stream? They might. They they might, but I'm guessing you still have to pay something else. Okay. Uh, I, I mean, it's seven ninety nine a month, so I'm, I'm guessing they're not giving you the pay per view on there. I mean, dude, I'll I'll fucking pay for it. I, like whatever. Um, well, I'm so just right, asking. Right now, I'm on the I'm, plus, and I would go seven ninety nine if that was the case. Right? Oh, of course, yeah. Oh, like oh, you, you know mean you? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I, I'm gonna guess no. Um, okay. Last night's okay. impact is up there. I mean, you could go back and watch old ones. It looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, I was told that some of the Spike TV, which is my favorite era, you know, the Aces and Eights era, that yeah, I think that's missing off their library for some reason. Oh, really? I, yeah. You know what? I just kind of signed up just to get caught up for Slam Anniversary. Mm-hmm. Um, so I haven't looked. So that's interesting that that's not on there because I was kind of thinking I would go back and watch that too. Uh, I love the knockouts. I love the eight aces and eight storyline. I love I love that whole era. Yep. So it looks AJ like Sting, Small Joe, all of it. It, lo- it looks like fu- division at, the, at its peak. Yes. Wow. Yes. Yep. The X division um, at its peak. So fight has it for forty. Gail Kim and Taryn Terrell. Oh, good matches. Oh, uh, the, the, the what was that? The 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 Dollhouse. Dollhouse. Oh, yep. My God. <laughs> so it's in Nashville. It's on. It's on traditional pay per view. So okay. it's on Fight for Forty. So I'm guessing it's going to be Forty on traditional too, right? Okay. Yeah. Not, it's yeah, probably that, yeah. Um. Here's here here are the matches here. Uh. Gauntlet Did match. Did we finish the AEW card, by the way? No, yeah, we'll get. Yeah, we yeah. have it. We got one more match <laughs> here. Let's just let's just let's just do this quickly, and then uh, the, then we'll get there. Um, Gauntlet match: Alicia Edwards, Havoc, Kira Hogan, Kimberly, Kylie Ray, Nevaeh, Rosemary, Susie, 
Love Road. Tasha steals. Taya Valkyrie. Winner becomes the number one contender for the Impact Knockout Championship. Um, Impact World Tag Team Championship. <coughs> Excuse me. The North, which is a pretty good tag team, mm-hmm. versus Ken Shamrock and Sammy Callahan. That should be a good match. Um, X Division Championship. Willie Mack versus Chris Bay. Willie Mack's the, the champ. Um, Impact Knockouts Championship match. Jordan Grace versus Deanna Perrazzo. That's Ooh. a good match. That's a good match. TNA World Heavyweight Championship. Uh, champion Moose versus Tommy Dreamer. Interesting. But now we have an Impact World Championship match for the vacant title, which is the one they stripped from Tessa. Yep. Ver- Eddie, Eddie Edwards versus Trey versus Ace Austin versus <sighs> Mystery Mike Bennett opponent. Mystery opponent. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it was Slammiversary. I knew it. I can't breathe. You couldn't say this shit a fucking half hour, forty five minutes. What do you ago. What do you mean? I was choking. What do you mean? <laughs> Classic AC culture, baby. <laughs> uh, okay. God fucking damn. <laughs> well, let's listen. Po- right here live on Cool Truth Podcast Productions. We God have the we have the Samiversary post show, and uh, but before we get to that, we we probably should finish off Fighter Fest. <laughs> we fucking just went all over the globe with wrestling on our AEW show. Holy fuck! All right, hey, listen, so- they'll they'll enjoy it. They'll enjoy it. I hope so. So, you know, we get, we, you know, to, to finish it off, you know, we have those four matches announced for Fight for Falling. Cody's defending. You're, you're in, AC, you're getting your Lucha FTR fix. We're getting Elite versus uh, Jurassic Express, Cage and Mox in the main event, which we're finally getting. So is that is that a one-week deal with, with the... Uh... Fight for Falling? Yeah. I don't know. I think so. I mean, I would guess with being the yeah, title okay. match. Yeah, I, I, I have a hard time that you don't have your tag team champions defending. Oh fuck! This is so fucking derails, bro. So, so, so if we're gonna derail. Let's just go over. Let's just go all the way. So you got Small. She comes back out for this weird fucking thing back and forth with Britt Baker. Swole throws something, Reba elbows Britt accidentally in the nose. Stupid segment part 2.0. Uh, I know they're trying to get Britt, keep Britt in the picture because she's doing great stuff. This stuff is just a little weird with Swole. And Swole is not very good. Uh, I don't know. Um, I'm just not digging it. Um, I don't know about you guys. <laughs> yeah, uh... I mean, 
Yeah, dude, this whole thing with Brit is this going to be like? I mean, is this going to be get her back, getting her back into the game, like her first match to like get the rust off? They haven't really been doing much with Swole, so I get it. But it's the whole thing's just not very good. It's not very good. Anybody? Anybody? Anybody hearing that echo? I think White House tried White to kill his mic, and now we're getting feedback. No, I, I, I had to fix it. Oh, there we go. Sorry. We're gonna have to send a producer to his house. No, no, just, just, just. Right, right, dude. First of all, you you get me, you get me fucking reverb of my own voice, and then you crack your beer right in the fucking microphone. <laughs> I did that earlier, but nobody noticed. <laughs> I, I wasn't even near the mic. That's how good it picked it up. It's it's soda. Oh, I either man. drink something or I cough. Which one do you want? Uh, all right, I'll stick. I'll stick with the cracking and the drinking something. <laughs> I'll do my imitation of Stone Cold. He does it on his podcast all the time. It's actually no. It's actually funny. Right. Like I like I like the clicking sound of opening a can on the show. I really do. I actually am not even kidding about that. I know, I'm just, just imitating imitating my boy Stone Cold there. Hey, listen, you know? I'm I'm drinking beer while we're doing this too because my uh, my spirit animal Aubrey Huff says. Did not be a fucking American pussy and drink beer. Okay. So that takes us into our last match of the week. <laughs> dude, follow Aubrey Huff on Twitter, bro. He's the man. Uh, dude, He's it's, the man. It's, a train it's amazing. Ride. It's a train ride. He's the man, dude. You like He's train the fucking man. He's the man. Um, Spirit Orange animal. Cass- Speaking of train wrecks, Orange Cassidy versus uh, Chris Jericho. I wasn't expecting a lot of, out of this. Until last week, I thought uh, how they ended the show last week was uh, a good way to, to, to entice me to be uh, invested or curious of this, in this match. And uh, I'll tell you, I, you know, having Ortiz and Santana come out with the gallon jugs of OJ, you know, I get a chuckle out of that shit. It was pretty funny. So we're you back know? to the inner circle, apparently. Yeah, you know. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, you know, they, they 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 got so much more talent to be Jericho's lackeys. But again, the the the, the gallon of OJ and some of the stuff they were doing throughout the match was was was, was pretty funny. But uh, they are definitely these should be used a little bit more than what they're what they're currently being used for. But um, no, I. I, I there's there's things I like about Cassidy and there's things that I just it's not my thing. It's not that I don't like it. It's just it's just not my thing. So what but, about what about him on a mid card or him on the main event? I think it's uh, different as a mid card kind of thing. I think it's different as I think it's different as being like the sixth match on the show on a pay per view like he did with Pac than Closing out Fighter Fest like he did with Jericho, I just I I don't see it. Well, no, I don't see it either. <laughs> and I think the ratings they took that hit that that you brought up last week is I just don't think that 
people dig. I mean, he has his little cult following, don't get me wrong. But I think there's a bigger group that just don't doesn't necessarily get or I'm not trying to use the word like or dislike, but there's just something that they may not like and they just choosing to tune off and not watch him. I think that's kind of where he is. Uh-huh. Like I think he's a type of wrestler you either like him or you don't. There's nothing in the middle. Mm. Right. And good way to I say think it. I think as a wrestler to be that lack of a better phrase, black or white, I don't know if that I don't know if that's a good thing. You know? Mm-hmm. Um I don't know. I, I, I just think he's different. Um, I think he's lumped in there with the Joeys of the world, the uh, Joey Ryans of the world. I don't see him in that same light as Joey Ryan. I'm not a fan of Joey Ryan. But, I mean, he, he has a good moveset. It's just some of the other things he does. I'm like, I just, maybe it's because, call me old school, call me old fashioned, I don't know. But I just, I just, it, it doesn't resonate with me, mm. and 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 so it's hard for me to ramp up for this match. But you saw a little mean side to him with this with this feud with with Jericho, and shit, Jericho can wrestle a broomstick and it will be a good good match. True. I mean, that's just how good Chris Jericho is right now. So it was a good match. I just looking at it. I knew it was the main event because it's Chris fucking Jericho, but this wasn't a main event match. No, I, just, you I know, agree. I and agree. I think, I think, I you know, I, I just, I just don't see Cassidy there, man. I just, you know, again, I, I just don't think it. Again, he's not my cup of tea, so I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to piss on it that if it's somebody's cup of tea, it's just, I, I don't know, man. I just. It's just, it's just, uh, it, it, I, I, I just don't dig it. That's just me. All right, I got two quick things, and I'll, I'll kick it to Edwards. Uh, a, uh, I, I like Orange Cassidy. I, I actually find his his shtick kind of funny. I find it entertaining. Uh, he's not a main eventer, though. That, you know, I think there's a time and place for it. Uh, and the second part is there was something that happened in this match that annoyed the fuck out of me. You know, Jericho hits him with a bat and then hits him with a code breaker and he kicks out. And I'm like, come on, man. Like, yeah. Again, yeah, like, yeah. again. Yeah. Like, I wrote what that the down fuck, too. Yeah. Dude. Like, what the fuck? And, and it, when, he, when he hit him with the code breaker after, I'm like, wow, he's going to pin him with a code breaker. And then when he kicked out, I'm like, wow, that's, that's why I didn't hit him with the Judas effect because we had to have this. And it, to me, that's almost like. They placated a full arena that's not a full arena. You know, a full arena might have popped for that. I still think it's bad. Don't get me wrong. I, I still don't think you should do it. You got hit with a bag. You got hit with a code breaker. Match should be over. Uh, but that's like a kick out where the a full arena would probably pop for that. And I get what they're trying to do. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, um, it's not a full arena. I think you have to play into that. And... I don't know. Just there's those are those little little nitpicky things, and I get it's nitpicky, but it bugs you, you know. Edwards, your thoughts? Yeah. So if it was up to me, 
I would uh, probably cut him. And mm. get rid I of them all together. I do. I, I I don't see what the the draw is. I I really don't like. Okay, everybody thinks the gimmick is funny. He's cool. He's laid back. Whatever. He's over the top. He puts the hands in the pockets and then he runs the ropes. Well, everybody can do that. Mm. So I kind of agree with like the old school mentality of he's kind of bastardizing what they're doing. Like that's mm. his gimmick. His gimmick is to bastardize wrestling. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> because he's doing it with his hands in his pocket. Well, Chris Jericho could do that too. You know what I mean? Anybody could do that. Right, right, right. But I'm going to throw a caveat on this. The past few weeks, because he's being pushed into this program with Chris Jericho, my kid, who's eight, is loving Orange Cassidy now. Mm. So now I'm thinking to myself, okay, you just said you would cut him. Would you cut him? Because if I see kids gravitating to Orange Cassidy, maybe you don't want to cut him. Right. That's, That's where I'm at with this, because for me, there's nothing there. But for my kid, there's something there. So what do you do with a guy like that? Maybe you don't put him in a main event. Maybe he has a spot on the roster. I don't know, man. I I don't I don't see what the draw is from from an adult's perspective. I I can't see it. Yeah, I mean, I just think I just think it's funny. I mean, maybe that's the reason why. I just think it's funny. And, and most and honestly, most of my friends disagree with me. They're like, "Fuck that guy." You know what I mean? So like, mm-hmm. I get it. Uh, I just think this went a little over what it should have been. Now, can listen, he re- he wrestled his first match with Pac um, for AEW. So saying that he shouldn't wrestle Jericho, I don't know that I should say that. Um, I mean, he wrestled Pac. I mean, right. He's, he, I'm not saying Pac's Jericho, but he's like pretty close, right? I mean, and, and, and the, pack, credit, the Pac I, match was when, when, was when everybody said, oh, he can go. Right. Yeah, when well they actually got because that well that was the thing like I obviously seeing indie local indie shows and seeing the things I see I knew this guy could work right and that's what I was trying to tell people I'm like listen I, I get what you're seeing right now is like this goofy thing but this guy could work so I, I think they could utilize that which I don't think they've done a terrible job doing all I'm saying is I don't know that it should be closing out. What is like a pseudo pay per view, even if right. it is with Chris Jericho, and I think making it like a main program kind of cheapened a lot of other matches on these shows. Considering you had title fights and everything else, um, and, and listen, my guess is and my hope is that Moxley and Cage was going to close out this show. It, it, yeah. It, it, yeah, without the COVID positive stuff, right? It was that was going to be the main event. I, I personally, I think they would have been better suited taking that match, putting it where the eight man was, and let the eight man close the show. I think they would have been better suited just to do that. It's in their mo to do it anyway. We all know you lost your main event with the COVID positive. We're getting it next week. Okay, cool. You don't necessarily have to put a title fight on because you did most of the major title fights last week. Assuming you had your big title fight this week. I just think that match placement-wise, I think if you reverse them, you would have got a better reaction to both matches. That's, you know, personally, I just think that would have happened. Well, let me let me throw this, guys. Let me throw this out at you. I saw Jericho, uh, I guess, yesterday. I'm, I, I guess. I don't know. My days blur. 
because uh, why wouldn't they? Because COVID. Um, I think Jericho was saying on Twitter, maybe, you guys have to check out my match against Orange Cassidy Wednesday. It's going to be great. I'm telling you, it's going to be one of my best matches, whatever. And I noticed that, and I thought, well, is there something special that's going to happen tonight in this match? And as I'm watching it, I'm thinking, okay, they had a little back and forth in the beginning, and then Jericho took over. And midway through the match, I was thinking, okay, this is old school, basically. He's beating the piss out of Orange Cassidy. He's teaching him a lesson. He's not really selling for him. And then the end happened. And I thought to myself, you know what? This doesn't come off as it it didn't go where I thought it was going to go. And I guess what what is your take on that? Because was it an old school match? Was it booked correctly? Was it? I mean, when you look at Orange versus Jericho, Jericho looked like a giant compared to him. Like, in my opinion, he looked huge compared to Orange Cassidy. And I have a problem when I see guys like that. Like, you know, Daniel Bryan is one thing, right? But this guy is so small. Like, he looks like, I don't know, like a teenage boy. (laughs) I don't understand how, like, a Chris Jericho could sell anything for this guy. And I don't know if it's a problem that I have. Maybe it is. I don't know. You, You guys tell me, but I don't. Man, I just do not see the draw with this with this guy. So I don't. Me, I don't get it. Let me ask you this though. I don't get a sticky. Do do you, do you, well do you, but do you feel the same way about Derby? No. No. Yeah, but why, so he's it's, actually fucking it's, good it, in the ring. But it's not. It, well, Cassidy's good in the ring. It's not. Uh. It's not. The, you the, the White House is the guy. If, he, if if he doesn't like the guy, he's the worst wrestler ever. Anyway, um, Derby. I just think that their shtick works better for you. But let's be honest. It's the same thing with Darby. I mean, Cody fucking made Darby look like a fucking midget. It, it didn't bother anybody. That's true. That's true. And, and I know. And listen, I know Darby's really good. And I'm not even saying that Cassidy's on Darby's level because I don't think he is. I think there's just something. Whatever it is, Darby has it. Yeah. Um, I, think, that. I, I, I think I think his size works to his gimmick. Um it just, it's like you said with Daniel Bryan. There's just certain guys that, like like Rey Mysterio back in the day, where you never like when they were doing this, you never were like, oh, that's a fucking midget in the ring. You're almost like whatever whatever it is, whatever that it they have is like, it's that's where you're suspending your disbelief comes in. You know what uh, I mean? I'm gonna crack a beer too here, but anyway, uh, you suspend your disbelief a little bit, and I, dude, I kind I kind of agree. I'm not so sure that I just jump in and suspend my disbelief for Orange Cassidy. I right. think Orange Cassidy should be having matches with fucking Joey Janela. You know what I mean? Like, or you know, just having fun. I think there's a place for him on the card. I don't know if his place is made of ending with Chris Jericho though. Um, I think that's kind of where it comes in. And I and so let me throw this back out at you, okay? Because you hate Marco Stunt, right? Small. Mm-hmm. Now he's small, small, right? Yeah, but he, dude, he's a fucking dude. Come on, he's he weighs ninety pounds. But does he have a place on the roster too? Like, where's your limit? That's what I'm. That's why I'm asking. Where's your limit? Is it Marco? Everything you said could go right for Marco Stunt as well. Yeah, right. no, I I disagree. I disagree to an extent because I think he's he's so small. He's like a child in there. Come on, like I I just think he's like like all right. I'll give you an, like when you look at Darby, even though he's small. He's he's kind of ripped. He's got abs. 
You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It, it, well, Marco Marco's thought is this little fucking string bean. He doesn't, dude. The guy weighs ninety pounds, soaking wet. He, he's got no muscle. There, there's nothing about Marco's thought that says he could even like, like this. And here's Darby. I look at him as like he's like a psychopath. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. he, he's just he's he's out of his mind. He'll do a fucking coffin drop off a twenty foot ladder. Onto the corner of the ring and just be like, whatever. It, dude, do you? I don't. I don't get that same feeling with Marco Stunt. To me, Marco Stunt is the exception, not the rule. I, I'll make a case for Joey Janela doesn't have muscles. He doesn't even have an ass. You know what I'm saying? But I think he has yep. a place. Uh, Marco Stunt, come on, dude. Dude, you could throw a hundred pound bag in this guy and he weighs ninety five pounds. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. it's just yeah, I hear you. different. I hear you. You look, Jungle Boy, he's not big, but he's got, you know, he's he's ripped. You know, he's got some muscle mu- definition, whatever. Then you see him in a match with, with, with MJF, and you're like, dude, this guy, he's got something. When have you ever watched Marco Stunt and been like, this, ha- this guy has something? Never. Ever. All right. Make my case. Get it. Get him out. Listen, if you want Orange Cassidy out, I want Marco Stunt out. I think I'm willing. I think I'm willing to make that. <laughs> <laughs> or I want him to wrestle in the women's division or something. I don't. Whatever. Like the thing. All right. I'll push back on you a little bit, but I'm only doing it to do it. Marco. Yeah, do it. To me, Marco, I think has a place on the team because he always, dude. They always ragdoll him. You know what I mean? Like whoever is in the ring, he's he's a joke. He gets ragdolled. Does he need yeah. to be a wrestler though? But but Orange Cassidy doesn't get ragdolled. But did, okay, I mean, but did, but but does Marco Stunt need to be a wrestler though? Does he need yeah. to wrestle on matches? I mean, yeah, dude. If he's a manager and he's on the outside and he happens to get his ass kicked every now and then, I I, I might accept that better. But dude, this mm. guy was has wrestled many matches, has wrestled many tag team matches. Come on. Well, they need him for the six man. That's why, because you got the trios coming. <laughs> the trios, exactly. You're not helping your cause, White House. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, <laughs> asshole. <laughs> that, is, that is the reason. That's why I hate it more. <laughs> hey, that's why best friends need George Cassidy for the same reason. Exactly. There you go. There you go, motherfucker. <laughs> exactly. That's there why I keep them around. So, I'll, I'll, let me ask you guys this: uh, if 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 this two week show was morphed into a three hour pay per view that you paid fifty dollars for, would you be mm-hmm. would you be okay with that? Am I getting the title shot? Am I getting the title match? No, what I- what you saw. Oh hell no! Agreed. All right, okay, it, with the title shot. Yes, agree. Mm. I don't know. I gotta see. I guess I gotta see the match first. I don't even know if that would have done it for me. I just, I just think AEW pay per views have been way better than what we got for this two week show. I mean, I, I'm just being honest, you know. 
But yeah. again, you're in a weird situation. It's it's it is weird. It's weird. It's just yeah. so weird. It's so hard to like knock on this shit when you realize yeah. there's. Let's be honest. There's no real fans. Um, <coughs> you know, here's the other thing. I I always kind of like was like Daily's Place could be like their weekly like do the show there. Mm. Which is obviously they're doing that now, and maybe not having a full house changes this. But almost seeing like this, seeing it at the same place every week, it's almost like eh, yeah, whatever. You know what I mean? Like I don't like you'd almost wish that like it was they were like rotating between three different places just to change it up. You know what I mean? It just, it, like I look at it, and I'm like, yeah, you know what? There's not nothing going on. That AEW ring has been sitting in the middle of Daly's place for 10 weeks right now. You know what I mean? Like, it's not their fault. I'm not making it out there be their fault. I just think it's a product of the time we're living in. Yeah. Uh, I like that venue. So I, I, I do, too. I do, too. After a while, it gets old. Yeah. No, yeah. It's old. Yeah, I just think, like, you know. No, I think their venue, I think their venue, because of the day and age we're in, you're right. It's definitely better than what the competition has in that performance well, it, center. It helps. It helps you outside. Well, it helps. The, the open air helps for sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it, the open air helps for sure. And listen, I tried to get into New Japan and I just couldn't do it. I just couldn't do it. It, just, it bored me to tears. It really did. It has nothing to do with the the guys or the matches. It just the whole production just bored me to tears. That's been good. Uh, I'm not fully caught up, but you know I've done it. You know it's hard. Because you don't have the crowd, you know. But some some of these matches have been pretty good. Dude, you're you're gonna you're like anything. You, I love you to death. You're the biggest homer ever. You'd be like, ah, you're gonna make well, you're gonna no, make a good it, case it, for it. it I, I know it's a good contrast between us. I get it. Yeah, it doesn't affect me as much as it affects you. Is it? Is it? Uh, uh, I don't know, man. I, I just yeah, I don't, dude. I don't know what oh. it is. It just bore, it yeah. literally bored me to tears. Like it. Lit, I'm just yeah. being honest, and I, I'm well, not I blaming them. Well, I'm not like. So, just... so, so let me try and translate this. So, correct me if I'm wrong. White House, you trend, you fixate on the in-ring action. AC, you go with the whole production. Is that fair? Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's uh, fighting this out. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. No, no. I kind, I, I, I agree. I think, I, I think the whole presentation of the show plays into it and that's what and honestly that's why i'm kind of worried about watching sports the one thing i'll Mm. say is though the Mm. one the one the one production that hasn't bothered me has been the ufc it just for some reason tremendous they're tremendous their show it just works better you know you know what it is when i watch ufc i don't care about crowd reaction I don't care about them panning the crowd or celebrities sitting in there. Like I really don't. I'm just watching mm-hmm. the fight. And now here, all we're all we're focused is we're focused on the fight. And then we, we can hear the corners, and you can hear the slaps, and you can hear the leg kicks, and you can hear mm-hmm. the referees' instructions and everything else. You can hear them talking shit to each other. And and not only that, these guys are fucking 
going for the gusto every fight. You know what I mean? Like the, mm. the UFC cards have been tremendous, yeah. and and not having fans there, it, it I I just I I don't even know if it would work in boxing because I feel like boxing it's the ring so open you would see the empty seats in the UFC octagon like when they're showing the fight you don't see the crowd that often anyway right it just works better in wrestling the wrestling show plays off the crowd we know this whether you're there or not they're playing off the live crowd and listen AEW's done as good a job as anybody of trying to create an atmosphere like i give them mm. credit for that they really have and pe- mm. people have copied them left and right of course um I'll never kill a wrestling crowd again. It, it, you won't. know what, though? It's I, I just can't. there's so many things that have happened on these shows where I'm like, oh, man, could you imagine a pop that would have got? Yep. Just yep. even yep. being in your living room hearing a pop, it gives you the pop. You know what I mean? It yep. just it's very it, it, listen, they're all in a tough spot. I'm not trying to kill it for them. I, it just to me, the end, the end, it's the same reason why I stopped watching WWE. The NJPW shows, it's just like brutal silence and just wrestlers going I'm just like yeah it's not doing it for me mm-hmm. and I and honestly I think AEW's done a good job of taking that part out of it I really I really think they have uh not having obviously not having a full crowd reaction yes but it's not like super fucking boring like quiet like New Japan has been and like WWE was in the beginning. So I give them credit for that. But yeah, the o- the overall atmosphere plays into what I'm watching. I think with wrestling more than anything because it's, it, I you know what it is? It, you know, it, it's a performance. You know what I mean? Dude, you're telling me like the Mets are going to open their season and they, they ask their season ticket holders to like create their own cardboard cutouts. That they're going to put in the seats. Like, dude, it's going to be... I I have a feeling that all these sports are going to be boring as fuck with no fans. Like, I really do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, dude, you crack a home run in baseball and and there's no reaction. There's no pop. No pop. Like, you're excited because your team's winning, yeah, but are you really going to be like, oh, that was so much fun to watch? Like, dude, when you go back and look at these crazy moments in sports history and the crowd going crazy and the announcers going crazy, now you're going to have an empty, silent stadium. You know what else is going to hurt, too? Momentum in a basketball game. Yeah. When a team goes on a 10-2 run and, and then tr- the other team calls a timeout three. and there's no reaction. Dude, like, I, dude, I was, I was, dude, perfect example. I was thinking about the same thing. The guy was at a UConn game in February before all this shit happened. Like, you know, like, dude drills a three. The other team calls timeout, and it's like, U-C-O-N-N-U-C-O-N, U-C-O-N, U-C-O-N. The whole place is standing up. We're waving the towels. Everybody's going crazy. If that happened now, it would be like, psh. Yep. Whistle. You know, <laughs> nothing. Dead air. <laughs> it's it's just so different. It's so. It's How so... long is this going to last? Oh, so uh, how long? How long will this last? I, I have a question of how long this will last. Uh, I can't take it. Um, do we have a calling on the line here? I think we do. Do we have a calling, Mister Mister Fauci? Are you there? 
Yes, this is me. Okay, so so we're Tony we're talking. Fauci, epidemiologist. Go so ahead. we we appreciate you calling in again, sir. Uh, it's it's you you've uh, given us so much of your time lately. We 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 appreciate it. Um, but I have a question for you, uh, yeah. Mr. Fauci. Uh, so what's going to happen with sports? Are are we looking at like no fans or dead air? What what are we talking about here? No, no sports, no sports, Anthony. No, no, because. See, I've been tracking this pandemic since March, as as you all well know. March. And I just don't. I just don't see how we're ever gonna get back to a normal ever again. So, can I, why why did you start tracking it in March? Well, because what happened was uh, March came, and the, and the WHO said there's a pandemic. So I said, okay, yeah, there's a pandemic. So I, I meant to ask you this the other night. Or I think I did. I don't think you answered. But can we? Maybe we could get an answer this time. Uh, did were the Chinese being transparent in January? In January, what happened in January was the Chinese called me and they said, "Tony, we got a problem." And I said, "Shh." And then that was it until March. Oh, so so you didn't believe there was a problem in January. Well, it's not that I didn't believe it. I just needed more data. Oh, okay. So you're waiting right. on you're waiting on the transparency. The data, yes. <laughs> so let me ask you this. If 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 I was to wear a mask, why can't I go to a outside football game? You could wear your mask. Your mask is your key to freedom. I, I think we discussed this on Saturday. Yeah, I'm trying I just I'm trying to understand how much freedom what? I could get with the mask. Well, that would depend on your local governors, maybe Ned Lamont, maybe Governor Tom Wolf. They're all very genius in their own right. I know there's a guy in Virginia who's a really great guy. He's going to make decisions based Fuck. upon the data. Yeah. Wait, so, uh, so uh, Tony Fauci, uh, Dr. Fauci, while you're here, yes. do you agree with, uh, with uh, Governor Murphy in New Jersey Mandating mask wearing anytime you're outside. Well, yes, because, and I'll tell you, when you wear your mask, that's your key to freedom. So when when so you're walking, you, you're, you, you're, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, sir. Go ahead. Uh, okay, so I just wanted to say quickly that if you have a church, for example, wear your mask. You don't need to be spitting and singing in church. Worshipping your God what if, what, if, what if you're at a protest? That's different because it depends on why you're out there. Oh, okay, okay. Um, so what if you're walking your dog and nobody's around? I would say wear the mask. Dog lives matter? Yes, of <laughs> course. All right, so I have one more question for you before we let you go. Sure. Do, does it bother you that JR and others on the AEW Broadcast since we're talking about AEW here, uh, advocate mask wearing while they are not wearing a mask and they are not social distancing. Does that bother you? Well, before I get into that, I just want to say you guys are 100% dead on lately. Omega and Paige need to drop the fucking titles. That's number one. <laughs> number two, yeah, JR's doing the best that he can with the mask. So yeah, if if JR's telling you wear a mask, then you gotta wear a mask. 
All right. Well, Mr. Mr. Fauci, Dr. Mm. Fauci, we yes. thank you once again for being a part of Cool Cool Truth. Uh, yeah, you're we, welcome. We, we hope to have you back again, sir. Oh, anytime. But, Just let can, me know. can I can I ask one more question? Uh, sure. How, how, how's your relationship with uh, President Trump these days? Well, I don't see him much lately, but um, I do see Deborah Burks once, you know, the lights go out and then, you know, but I'll leave it there. I'll leave it there. I don't kiss and tell. Oh, okay. Okay. I understand. Dr. Fauci, Dr. Fauci, for, for, for Edwards and White House, we thank you for your time here. We appreciate you're, it. You're, sure. Thanks. Anytime. You're welcome. Wow! Oh, wow, guys! Wow, tremendous! Guys, how, who who gets Doctor Fauci on live oh, on yeah. podcast? <laughs> tremendous! <laughs> but you know, you know, I even I mean, even, even well, even he wants Omega and Kangman to drop the titles. <laughs> He's a fucking guy. Didn't even know the the doctor. Didn't even know the the. The governor's name down here, man. <laughs> he must. He must have drew a blank on me. I mean, I was going to ask if he knew he was a racist, KKK blackface wearing motherfucker, but I mean, no. <laughs> it's Ed, right? Ed Norton. Ed Norton, Ralph. Ralph. Okay. I almost, I almost called him Tom Murphy. That's why I was like. To, uh, Governor Murphy in New Jersey. <laughs> oh man! Well, that that was great. Thank thank you, Doctor Fauci. Thank you, thank you. So uh, we got go ahead. So just to, to, to put a bow on Fighter Fest, um, we, White House wants you know, to distance himself from Fauci so quick. <laughs> we. <laughs> No, no, no. White House, did you did you not hear Fauci on Cool Truth on Saturday? Uh, I did. I, I I listened to a little bit of it. Yeah. Oh yeah, you didn't. Yeah. You, you didn't. You, you, Fauci was on twice on Saturday. Yeah, twice he popped on. Yeah, I, I only heard it the first time. I didn't finish the show. Oh, okay, I, okay. I, I only heard. I only heard the first half of it. <laughs> He's a regular. <laughs> Fauci's a regular. Yeah. <laughs> So, so you asked me to keep track of. We only, we oh, I only, we only kept track of four matches. Yeah, we didn't have the tag title because that was announced during the week. Right, right, and yeah. we didn't do anything for Nyla. Right, because we didn't know mm-hmm. the opponent. Right. right. So we only, we I only tracked, we only tracked the four matches. Did we? All right, so we all picked Jericho, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, Edwards only had one loss. We were four and up. Wow, so you guys were undefeated the whole both nights, right? Uh, I was. You were. Okay. AC right. had one loss. No, what no, was no. My, wait, what we was my... No, we both, no we both picked everything the same. Stop yes, trying to win, bro. No. no Fauci's wait. keeping track. <laughs> Transparency. Um, He's keeping those numbers. Uh, <laughs> we had one loss, the fucking Ortiz and Santana private party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the two that's weeks, right. we were eight and one. Okay, that's pretty good. Wow, good job. Um, and um, Edwards, damn S C U did you end? So oh, I went but, with the uh, lame ending. Let's yes. yeah, yeah. Let's go. Let's go through fight for the fall, and we got four matches. Why don't we? Why don't we pick those, and then we'll uh, we'll call it a night. 
Okay. Okay. So, all right, uh, White House, go for it. Uh, call, you know, mix it up. You know, you don't have to well, pick every. Cody, you don't have to. Are, you don't have to pick everyone first. Um, but let's well, let's let's Cody's talk about. Party. I mean, I'll go. I'm going to pick Cody. Uh, I don't think it matters who he's fighting. I think he's going to win. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I guess I'll go Cody. Yeah, I mean that's the. Yeah, I mean uh, Cody. I mean. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to uh, uh, write and do this at the same time. No, you're good. So now next is the your um, tag team match. Um, FTR and FTR and Luchas. All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna puss out on this one, and I'm gonna go with a uh, a stalemate, time limit, double DQ. I'm gonna go with no winner on this one. I'm gonna with you know sights to the future. I could see it. I could see some kind of weird interference. Or Luchas did win the last match, so maybe FDR wins. I don't know, but I'm I'm going with no winner. I'll take FDR. I see. I'm going with FTR. All right, and that takes us to six man tag Elite Lucha Express. Now, when do you guys jump in? Right. I'll go with Elite. I'll go Elite. Yeah, I agree. Elite. <laughs> <laughs> <Lotto. laughs> this is riveting stuff here. <laughs> no, but I think I think the title match might get a little bit better here. Uh, and now we got the title match. Moxley or Cage? Edwards, go. Moxley via Darby. Fucker. <laughs> um, you know what? I think it's time that the AEW starts thinking outside the box, starts doing outside the box. I think they did a little bit of that tonight. And I know it sounds crazy to have Cage having two titles. Wow. I think... I, I, I don't know why, but I'm going to go with Cage. Interesting. And I, I, and I would have never said that before tonight either. I never would have said that before tonight. I think that something's telling me that they're all in on Cage. Wow. Yeah, I agree with that. And you got, you're taking Darby interference too. Yeah, that, okay. uh, yeah. I think the writing was on the wall for that one. Was at the, uh, was at the ladder match. Um, I'm, I'm taking, I'm taking. I'll put it to you this way: I'm taking Cage to win. Could he win without a title exchange? Maybe, but I'm taking Cage to win. Okay. Either way, in some fashion. 
You definitely picked outside the box with your picks, brother. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you, until tonight, I never would have said anything else. But with with them going with that, the promo with Taz tonight and everything else, like I feel like they're all in on this guy. And I don't – if before tonight, if you had asked me, I thought Mox would win clean. And I don't know. I just don't know that's going to go that way. Although I think it, it wouldn't shock me if you guys are right where – some outside interference from Darby or any, you know, whoever uh, would would cause them to win. I, it wouldn't shock me if you guys are right, though, like, to be honest with you. But let's, uh, listen, we'll be back next week, right? Everybody good for next week? Um, we'll be back next week. We'll break down uh, Fight for the Fallen. We'll, uh, we'll go over all these picks, and I'm sure there's going to be a match or two added. Uh, we'll see you who... We'll see who uh, Cody's challenger is. Um, I'm sure they're going to do something with the women next week, too. We haven't seen anything with them yet, so I'm sure they're going to do something with them. Um, and then uh, be prepared, because we'll, uh, we'll do a post-show for, uh, for Slammiversary. You know, maybe, maybe that's what we'll do next week. We'll do a um, let's, let's all get up to speed. Let's do uh, Fight for the Fallen, and we'll do a, uh, a Slammiversary preview. And then we'll... We'll we'll reconvene after Slammiversary at some point to do uh, a post show. How's that sound? Okay. Maybe Good. maybe maybe Tony Fauci can join. <laughs> he could be like the fourth man, parachute in yeah, here and there. Yeah. You know, you never know. We could we just turn his mic on when he's ready. I'm sure he'll show up if you <laughs> if you want him to. <laughs> just put in a little request. I'll see what I can do. <laughs> you know, you know what we really got to do. We really got to get Edwards to ask Fauci a question. That would be kind of cool. That would be interesting. Yeah, yeah we we had to set something about. We had to set something about that. Maybe we, maybe we could all ask Tony a question. Like we'll get our questions together, and you know, we can see what he comes up with for answers. I mean, because I mean, he answers things so in depthly. He does. He does. <laughs> He's tricky, that guy. What, White House, do you understand? Your mask is your key to freedom. Uh, <laughs> I fucking hate the mask. <laughs> it's your key to freedom, bro. Uh, I fucking hate it. <laughs> All right. Cool truth. We're going to wrap up here. Uh, good show. Had fun with you guys. Um, we got the technical difficulties out of the way from White House yes, in the beginning. Yes, my apologies. My apologies. Bluetooth White House over here. Little hiccup. Little hiccup. Hey, listen, none of it made air, so we're good. Um, we're going to wrap Razzle. up here. I'm Daddy Cool AC for Edwards, for White House, Cool Truth, Cool Truth Podcast Productions, uh, Retromania Wrestling Podcast Network. We will catch you guys one week from tonight. Uh, in the Fight for the Fallen post show. Good night, everybody. Nighty night. Nighty Wear night. Wear the mask. Wear the mask. <laughs> Tony, can we get a nighty night? Nighty night. <laughs>
Safari in the house. 